All right, it is another edition of In the Kitchen. And for the fourth, fifth week in a row, the Denver Broncos are back, ladies and gentlemen. This team has heart. They have resilience. They have everything right now. They got Russell Wilson. They got a win streak. They've got Russ, who is cooking as much as possible. He needs to be kept in the kitchen. Do not let him leave. What is working right now is good. Do not let him clock out. It all works right now. But the Broncos, they get a huge win. We just watched it over the Vikings, a comeback that felt very probable, improbable all over the place at many different times. Zach, our resident Broncos hater, is just sick to his stomach (laughs) over watching the Broncos. Not only did he bet the Broncos and just witness a a total travesty on that two-point conversion for minus two and a half, but also the Broncos just won in his face as well. (laughs) I'm not upset about that. I mean, it's I, I, I'm, I'm actually I'm, I'm livid about the two and a half. Like I am <laughs> livid about the two. Sure. Let's just get it out of the way. I am not pumped on the two and a half. I mean, I it was the right number. Score in the red zone. Like you should have won by twenty <laughs> if yeah. they convert two out if of they the convert five any trips of to the red zone. Co- <laughs> any of them. Any of them. All right. Now that that's out of the way, look, man, that's four. Y'all, it's four straight. It's. I almost almost texted the group about midway through oh, the boy. third quarter and kept it. And it felt like it felt like the Vikings were in complete control of this game up, you know, whatever, five. Like they were just moving the football. They were getting stops. And I was like, you know, all they're gonna do is score another another they're gonna get another score here and put this game out of reach. But the, like you said, for the past four and we'll throw in the off week, five weeks. This Bronco team has found out a way to win. And in the history of this podcast, which is now, you know, halfway through, we're one and a half NFL seasons through this. The Broncos haven't been able to do that. And they've been finding ways to win the past four weeks. And look, it's impressive. I mean, they are going to be on the in the playoff pitcher, pitcher coming up. For Thanksgiving, and that's a pretty good place to be. They're going to we, be in consideration for the playoff picture. We're we're firmly play. in consideration for that graphic. Yes. No, I think we're <laughs> we're in like an eight way tie for twelfth right now. Um, hmm. One of the teams ahead of us though is the Bills. We we did nice. we, so they do have one Beat more those. win than us right now. They're six and five, but if there was like a tiebreaker scenario, we do have that over them. Very important to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. However, though, so this game. Absolutely incredible. I was so stressed, so nervous. Uh, it just felt like we just needed someone to break our way the whole time. And you finally get it at the end. Like it was just like uh, they say with like Iowa football time. It's like if you swing the hammer at the rock, if you just keep doing it, eventually it's going to break. And we went to the red zone five times, <laughs> like five field goals. Shout out Will Lutz, MVP like, of our, the game. I, I had a friend. I had a friend text me earlier in the game because there was a. Uh, a fourth and short, uh, I believe in the first quarter that we decided to kick a field goal on to get like, I think to make it like, um, I don't know, like seven, uh, 10, six, maybe. And he texts me. He's like, do you like that call there? I was like, well, our MO uh, the past few games in these wins has been field goaling teams to death. (laughs) It's get close and field goal turnover field goal. That's what we do. That's our new MO. That's how we win. And then we get to the fifth field goal in a row, and I'm like, enough, enough, right? We need to eventually score a touchdown to win a game, right? Six field goals is a lot to ask for. I thought that was (laughs) – I think that was Sean Payton's original plan 
with six field goals, but eventually he's forced to score a touchdown. Uh, he realized court, four minutes wasn't enough for two field goals. Not not enough time. I, yeah. I thought he was going to try and make it work there for a little bit, but he couldn't. Cortland Sutton on the final drive has two ridiculous catches. One is the fr- the one-handed catch, which Fourth ended up being a... Oh, he, that was a great one. Great. Ended up being pass interference anyway, but it was still an unreal catch. And then, of course, he has uh, the game-winning touchdown at the end, which, I mean, Russ was like half-sacked on that play, but he throws a 30-yard bullet yeah. right to him. Unbelievable. And then you got to remember, too, he last week had the most improbable catch or whatever in the same corner of the end zone. At like, Corden Sutton, where, where's he ranking the wide receivers right now in the NFL? He's up there. He's got to be. be. I mean, the past two weeks, he's up there. Yeah, he's got two of the best catches in the NFL the past two weeks. So Statistically, he's the most yes. – he has the most improbable <laughs> catches. He's playing amazing. Uh, I, also want to I, mean, I think he has almost eight eight touchdowns now, something like that. That's not a shabby season. That's not too bad. It's more he's than Devontae a, Adams. He's got a bunch. I want to shout out to the Broncos defense. The jump they have made in the past month is incredible. And I thought I jinxed them for a little bit because I, I tweeted out, I was like, they need to be studied uh, after they forced that fumble on the first drive to which then they just decided to not stop the run for mm-hmm. about like two and a half quarters, uh, which did not, uh, which I was very worried about. I thought I jinxed them, but they ended up coming up huge. Josie Jewell, Hawkeye legend. Yeah. I had a game. Had he himself a well. game. He, there well. could there would there would be two plays on defense where they didn't say his name. He was forcing uh the he was forcing a ton of pressure on Josh Dobbs, which led to a lot of mistakes. Him scrambling, which works a little bit, but it didn't work uh long term in the end. And I want to point out too, the Josh Dobbs magic is really fun to watch when he's playing someone else. But when he's yeah, playing yeah, your it's, team, it's, yeah, not, it's not fun, fun. anymore. <laughs> it's not, it's cool. not fun anymore when he's doing all the crazy stuff. Jig okay? is up. Yeah. Like it, it's a heartwarming story until it's your team. Then it's not fun anymore. All right. Uh, and that's hey, the same- listen, while we're on that note, though, dude, just give him props. I mean, it's oh, still yes. impressive. It is absolutely he played, impressive. He played pretty well. Uh, it, I think more of the errors that he had were the Broncos defense playing well than like him playing poorly. Like he can't see Josie coming uh, on his blind side there. Mm-hmm. He can't see that. Right. Uh, Intentional grounding at the end, but it's like, well, so what else do you want him to do? Like, yep. do you, you want him to get sacked? Fourth and twenty. <laughs> like, what what is he supposed like? What is he supposed to do in that situation anyway? So, uh, Josie, amazing. Oh, also, while we're on the uh, the conversation of things that are fun until it's your team, fake punts. Oh, Dude, geez. get the get the juice going. Uh, when that happens, to your team late in the game, not fun at all. <laughs> oh, I was pissed. Yeah. All of Twitter is celebrating how great this play is, and I was like, stop posting this. Stop it. My team is dying out there. This is our season on the line. They're running fake punts. <laughs> I've been a vic- I was a victim so of this twice this weekend. Beauty. Auburn got fake punted on also. They are. They are. It's so not electric. fun. Not a good feeling. What, what's better, a surprise onside kick or a surprise fake field goal slash fake punt? It depends. If it's like uh, one of the fake field goals where the, the the holder like tosses it over his head to the, the kicker and he just runs. I think that's more electric. Ooh, okay. I was gonna say on surprise onside kick gets gets the people going. Yeah. And that, that, that like it, you just said I'd say I I'm aware you can fake punt at any moment. It still gets me. But I completely forget you can surprise onside. Like <laughs> in, in the second quarter. I go I forget that that's even an option. Uh maybe we'll see that soon. Uh do we want to talk about uh, Jerry Judy changing uh, how you can play wide receiver. 
because he <laughs> attempted today a move I have not seen before where he was three yards oh. past the line of scrimmage <laughs> and throws a pump fake pass that gets the defense to jump <laughs> and then move, runs baby. runs for like move. six more yards. Uh, Pulled out the basketball. Is that just Jerry Judy is so good? They they think he, he's going to pass it three yards past the line of scrimmage anyway? <laughs> is he that big of a threat? <laughs> I think Cortland Sun was streaking downfield, though, somewhere. He's, Someone was downfield. He's four yards in front of the line of scrimmage. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you still worried about that? I don't care if he's downfield. Uh, like I get it in the moment, you like it, but what a what a move by Jerry Judy too. Like, uh, what if he just gets tackled and fumbles? Like, what, what is he doing? Uh, just aw- awesome stuff all around. And uh, we have to address though. There's a true uh, MVP out there uh, from the Broncos. It's not Russ. It's not Will Lutz. It's not Champagne. It's not Quentin Sutton. It is Adam Rank, who for the third week <laughs> in a row now has been the only person on NFL Network to pick the Broncos to win. He was the only person in, uh, for Broncos Chiefs, the only person for Broncos Bills, and the only person for Broncos Vikings. He's 3-0. He has faced the masses three times and won uh, three, three of them. We need this to happen every week. Adam, I know you're a big fan of this show. I'm sure you're listening. You need to pick the Broncos every game. <laughs> it's not an option. It's a mandatory now. All right. We need to keep this up. Everyone needs everyone to keep else... thinking the Broncos are bad. Yeah. We need to be a hidden. Uh, we need to be on a hidden second uh, half of the season rampage right now. All right. Adam is the only person who can know about it. No one else. I don't know who, who are these. I don't who's the who's the who are the other people on NFL Network right now. Who's Sea Wolf? Who is? Uh, M. Sessler, MJD. Who are these people? They're not Maurice Jones Drew. I'm born. That's Maurice Jones Drew. MJD sounds like Maurice Jones Drew. Is it really? I think so. Yeah, he's on the NFL Network. (laughs) I'll take. Okay, I'm uh, Maurice Jones Drew. I'm so sorry that I uh, disrespected you like that, but uh, (laughs) you need to stop disrespecting the Broncos. Is what I'm telling you, Maurice. Because we're back. (laughs) All right. Maybe he needs to keep doing it. Everyone else pick the opponent and only let Adam Rank pick the Broncos. Yes. It's been working. Yes. Uh, the Broncos moving forward, though. I mean, I don't want to be delusional, but I think sky's the limit. We have – I and you, you, our next game could be scary. We host the Broncos and we – or we host the Browns. It sounds like it's going to be Joe Flacco. Uh, revenge game against the Broncos could be interesting. But, like – it's the Browns. I feel like that's winnable. And then after that, like the schedule kind of opens up a little bit. Like you get through the really tough part of it. It's Texans, Chargers, uh, Lions, Patriots, Chargers, Ra- Raiders. Like there's still some wins out there. I wonder what that field goal line in the Browns game is going to be. How many field goals are going to be? Yeah. Can Can you choose like over nine that, and a half? Oh, that half. Under, that, that's good. That's going to be an eye one under. It's going to be oh, Iowa. That's going to be like a 29 and a half or something like that. Oh well, the Iowa over is is uh, hitting soon. I promise. I'm working hard on it. <laughs> All right, I've been I've been fighting so hard for it, and it hasn't worked yet. Uh, with the Broncos, I just love this team right now. I've never been so happy for five five hundred for five yeah. and five. It feels good. I mean, you earned that five hundred, man. This it is was the a most tough start. Can you believe this team was one and five? Can you believe we we got seventy dropped on us? I can. I was at that Jets game. I can believe this team was one and five. It was not from good. what I saw. Um. <laughs> And two, when you look back on like the teams that we've lost to, it's the Raiders, the Commanders, 
the Jets. Like they're not. And then the teams we beat, Chiefs, Bills, uh, and then the Vikings. Like those are pretty solid yeah. teams. Like what are we doing mm-hmm. out there? Uh, but it's okay. We can only move forward. I love this team. I hope that they know that. I don't know if that changes their minds on anything, but I love them. Uh, I love them too. Joey loves them. Zach, you going to say the old word? His daughter loves him. My, <laughs> my daughter's a big fan. She cannot wait. I, when I wake her up in the morning and let her know the Broncos won, she's going to be pumped. I uh, do fun. I mean, this is bad radio, but so we got ready to watch her favorite team and she has a Broncos pumpkin that's kind of face water, and it sh- it should be thrown away. It should be thrown away no. weeks ago. No. You, <laughs> can, hasn't you, been. you can't throw that pumpkin away. Sounds like you need to buy her a shirt well, or something. Well, okay, so we are uh, we, you know, are we yeah. undefeated since the pumpkin has came in the house? Oh my gosh! Keep it. I think we are. You need you, have to. you need to keep. I think the, the Broncos are. You need to keep that pumpkin in the. He city. said that we. Is a pr- Hold up. He said we. Oh. Oh, great point, Joey. I'm talking great about the point. pumpkin. The, like, yeah, yeah, the yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, the, the uh, pumpkin with com- googly eyes. Confession, needs- confession. I, uh, you know, you got Black Friday coming up, so you got all the deals coming up on Are you Nike selling the pumpkin? And Amazon. <laughs> I'm selling. No, I uh, I have a House Broncos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At com. Uh, like, listen, subscribe. Uh, I have a Broncos kids hoodie in the amazon cart cart yeah there you go who who, what player josie oh i don't know no no it's a hood it's just (laughs) like a like a like a hoodie she can wear to school and there were some pjs me me and the wife were debating which one she wanted i thought it was i thought it was a jersey that's so disappointing we would do. I think Josie Jewel. I think if we went Jersey. I'd go Josie Jewel. Josie yeah. Jewel. Yeah, we could go that way. That'd be oh, cool. Yeah. Riley, <laughs> Riley Moss, maybe Ben Neiman. Yeah. Some just we Hawkeye legends. Uh, I know. No, it's fun. I mean, it's five and like, five. I think yeah. we're undefeated too. Since your daughter became a Broncos fan, she bought. She that, bought at the lowest yeah. possible. Yeah. She did. She's, she she knew what she was doing. She's, yeah. a, she's a smart investor. She bought That's low, right. and she's she's look at how 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 high her stock is now. Very mm-hmm. good returns. Very. Oh good. yeah. Did you ask? She's undefeated can, as a Broncos fan. Can we get an out? Is she? Do we have analysis from her? Um, maybe Tuesday. She is oh, fast she, asleep. Oh, uh, okay. We are. Uh, yeah, she is two hours into her beauty sleep. Oh, she has no <laughs> idea that they even want. Well, what a no, what a way uh, to wake up. <laughs> uh, very excited with the Broncos. We're gonna keep talking NFL though. Let's rewind our brains a little bit. Thursday night football. Bengals twenty, Ravens thirty four. Mm-hmm. Uh. The Ravens, obviously, a good win in this game. But the story of it is Joe Burrow. He has a UCL tear in the thumb. Um, it's like not ideal. Um, big part of football is and being a good quarterback is being able to hold the football. Yep. He cannot do that. Uh, those videos know. were not good of him. Oh, they have that one of him just barely trying to throw it. And it, it, it looked like a ghost was tackling him from behind. It was <laughs> not good at all. Uh, well, even oh, if you saw him going through the uh, like after the game, you know, on the field talking to other like Ravens players, he's literally like holding that hand, like and like dapping people, like that awkward mm-hmm. kind of like yeah. opposite hand thing. And that was kind of telling. I was like, dang, that, that ain't good. That, that is not, not good. good. Yeah. yeah. So Joe Burrow out for the year. Um, it is now, oh, shoot, Washington legend. What is his name? He's a he's a legend, but I can't remember his name. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> Comes in and can play quarterback. I thought he did okay, honestly. Oh, like, Jake like, Browning, baby. He played Jake well. Browning, yeah. yeah. I was I was like, this could be way worse, guys. Like, he could be it. Like, I thought he was making the right throws. Uh, 
He's definitely not Joe Burrow. He's definitely not as good, but it is manageable. It's okay. Uh, the controversy, though, around this is the a little bit. We got to discuss the. There's a plain video out there of him wearing a, a brace of sorts on his hand before the game. The Bengals did not disclose that they were that he he was injured at all beforehand. Do we think Bengals in trouble? Yes. Uh, you, yeah. If you're, I think the issue is you can't get. I mean, the NFL is in bed with MGM and betting sites in Vegas. Um, there's too much money involved now for this not to get reported. Um, and I, I want to say this might be the extent, like the largest kind of issue that they've had since. Um, and it all boils down to gambling. I mean, I think that we pretty much know that. Um, I don't know if he yeah, was I think they're going to be made, and like if it comes out and there's a like legitimately like he was hurt in practice the day before, that was like they knew about this issue. Um, I mean, this could be like an example setting. Like, do not do this. Do uh, do you see those videos of him warming up though? He was ripping. The I saw. Player. I saw that. It did not look like I a guy who has a wrist injury. Yeah, you know? uh, I don't know, but he clearly had a wrist injury. Yeah, <laughs> there was. So I think they identified. There's a play. Uh, in the early half of the game against the Texans, where he gets his mm. hand smushed mm. between like helmets or something uh, of a Texans player, and they identify like they think that that's where the injury actually occurred, and he played pretty well mm. up until pretty much, like every moment until the uh, injury uh, in the Ravens game. So like I guess if it did happen there, it's like how come it wasn't really affecting him? I'm not really sure, but I think. That mixed with the brace, he probably knew he wasn't healthy at least. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, the Ravens, too. I mean, I, I mean, the Joe Burrow thing definitely affects it. But I think the Ravens still would have won this game with Joe Burrow. Um, like, that is a good, good team. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they just, that defense is solid, too. And then the offense, like, if they're just catching the ball, it's fine. They did take a big hit uh, losing Mark Andrews, which is yeah. really important. Yeah. Um, you definitely, you definitely need him, but I still like, I still feel pretty good about them moving forward. Like it's a, it, mm-hmm. it, but it's like, I mean, it, it's not like you lost Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah, totally. Uh, go ahead. Oh no, keep going. Well, oh, I mean, they did lose the almost the second most important person on that offense, though. Justin Tucker. Offense. Who are you saying? Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. They didn't lose Justin they, Tucker, did they? No, no uh, he said oh, most who? important, and that's the most important oh, player on that team. Uh, I said on the offense. They did lose him. He's done. Yeah, I know. That's no, he doesn't. That's what he's saying. He said, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're saying he's the second most important player on the offense. Yeah, you said it's not like they lost Lamar Jackson, but I'm saying right. it's pretty close if yeah, in terms it, of the offense. Like, no, it's definitely a big hit not for good sure. For them. Yeah. Not good at all. Um, but like I'm still like Ravens moving forward. I mean, I still feel pretty good. But the Bengals are they dug themselves a hole and it's gonna be really tough for them to dig out of it now. But like I don't know if they if they got a wild card spot, I wouldn't be overly surprised. They still got that some division is tough though. It's gonna it might be hard to it's tough, but I could see I could still see it happening. Like if it's tough, Davis like because they're score. good too. <laughs> I think all Man, those teams yeah. are morphing into one. Team like besides the Ravens, they're all teams with no offense and pretty solid defense now. Uh, I guess a little bit. I think the I mean, like we said, I I think Browning is okay. Like I think they'll score still a little bit. I get they're not going to be the same, but I'm not totally abandoning the idea that the Bengals can score. Are you? Are you? Are you just totally out? I mean, 
they didn't hit Jamar Chase very often, except with two minutes left in the game when it didn't matter. Do you have Jamar Chase on a fantasy team that you're upset about? No. Okay. I didn't. I think I was mad. I've been playing against him, but oh, I'm just saying like they didn't. They didn't look right. Okay. We haven't done Joey's fantasy corner a little bit. Do we want to do a quick check in? Yeah, we're winning this week, Grant. Okay. Um, projected to win, actually. Our opponent has Devontae Smith tomorrow, but I think we're up by 20 or 30 points. So okay. I'll take it. Hopefully, uh, Devontae Smith doesn't have a great game. All right, sweet. What's our was... record on the year? Oh. Since we missed, uh, a, missed a hot meta. Six and four. Okay. Oh, All right. Let's get that up. Or seven and three. Maybe. We're in playoff stand. We're fourth in the playoffs poll, okay. I think. That's... So we're making the playoffs right now. All right, Joey. I can't be I can't be mad at you yet. You're delivering. Let me confirm. I want to be mad. I want to I want to be mad. I know, at you. I know I all you want in this world. All, all is I want for is me to you. lose. All I want all I want is to be <laughs> able to yell at you. Fantasy. And you're you're doing too well. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, that was Joey's fantasy fantasy update. Joey's fantasy corner. Steelers Browns starts off the day today. And this is just one a game that uh, existed. A lot uh a lot of things happened. Uh Here's the thing, too, is Dorian Thompson-Robinson, he gets a win here. He actually played pretty well. Is it weird to say I like him more when he's bad because it's more fun? Like, he's, he was way more entertaining when he sucked. But now he plays, like, a really good game against a really good defense. And, like, I guess it's good because, like, what made him entertaining was, like, the chaos and all the wild stuff he was doing. But, like, now that he's under control, I'm like, yeah, he's better. But, like, personally, as a neutral viewer, I wanted, I liked him more when he was bad. <laughs> You know, like the chaos, like it's like some some foods. It's like, uh, I don't know. It's like you ever see someone like repaint their house and you're like, oh, I like the I liked it when it was like the weird red house on the street more. You know, it's like now you're just beige. Now you're just tan. I don't like this. Yeah. Now you're just the same. Um, That's a big win for DTR. We said to now apparently they're bringing in Joe Flacco, who they flew on like Spirit Airlines mid game last (laughs) week for some reason to. uh uh, to to Cincinnati, uh, to uh, Cleveland. My apologies. There's too many C teams out there. They're all the same. Uh, he's a Brown now. Is he going to start next week? I don't know. Uh, but I would like to see Joe Flacco. I can't see that happen. I, yeah, I, I don't, said his practice would you squad. like to see Joe Flacco? Yeah. I I, I mean I he is playing the Broncos, so I don't like that. But like if it was just a if it was Brown Stewart's again, I want Joe Flacco out there. Like it's better with Joe out there. Plus, you get that that clip. Joe Flacco. You get that clip going around too of uh, Trump uh, debating. It's like he. I do think Joe Flacco is actually an elite NFL quarterback. I like Joe. I like him a lot. He's great. Uh, you get that clip going around as well. The Steelers. They have an issue where uh, the defense is very good. Uh-huh. Okay, but uh-huh. when they make one error. It can like destroy. It can destroy the game. Yep. And that happened today. Like they make they hold the entire time, but they make one error, and it's on the final drive of the game, and ends up sealing it for them. Like you can only when you and as an Iowa football fan, I know this. You can only rely on your defense to be so perfect for so long. Like eventually, you have to do something, and you can't have Kenny, who I love, but you Kenny, you thrown to ghosts. You can't be thrown to no one the whole game. Okay. Uh, the Steelers in this game, at, they were saying on red zone, at one point they had like 160 yards of offense in the, heading into uh, deep in the second half. 
but 75 of those yards were on a touchdown run from the first drive of the second half. <laughs> One play. So then One they basically play. they basically hadn't moved the ball since, and they didn't move the ball before then, or they just barely mm-hmm. did. But boy, I as this game was unfolding, you had the interception, you had that run. I was like, the Steelers are going to find out some stupid way to win this thing, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Tomlin is going to pull off his like magic, and he, this team's going to be like eight and three <laughs> for no reason. No comments. It, you, I mean, you're, you're dead, right? I mean, but, yeah. yeah. Well, you, yes. I mean, like you said, you yeah. can just flip. You don't even have to flip the uniform. Eight you just three flip the. No uh, <laughs> you just you just flip the uh, sticker on the helmet on one side of it. Hey, I mean, where do we stand with Kenny Pickett? Like, is this just because the Browns' defense is so good, or is man, it's just there's a. Uh, I don't. The first time we've seen this. Yeah. I don't think that helped, but I will say it's better that now he's not turning the ball over a bunch. Like he's just six. Six of eleven for forty-five yards now. I, I mean, they had stat, like if you look, what is that? I had to pull it up. Um, like they're basically for twenty-eight for one hundred and six yards, one hundred and six yards passing. Like it, it's three point eight average per play. Yeah, like I can't, and I think some of that's play calling too. Because like if he's not turning the ball over, but he's like just complete what he needs to complete. I don't know how much of it is like actually his fault. He does that that throw to no one is just hard to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. That is tough, tough film too. And what stinks too is that that's going to be what you see on Twitter more than like any other touchdown pass that he's thrown at all this year. Um, so that's what I'm going to remember totally now. I'm just going to be like, oh, Ken, you remember when he threw to no one? He can't throw a touchdown pass and he's going to drop like 35 in a game for some reason. For no, like here recently, and I'm going to feel stupid about it. But the Steelers, I, I don't know. And this is the problem too when you're, you're a team with a negative point differential. Is like, I know, like I. I know that I'm supposed to believe they're good, but I just I struggle with it sometimes. Or do you think they're gonna go get a quarterback in the draft? The Steelers? Probably be later. Yeah. No. I think they're gonna get like receivers, if I had to guess. Like this is you gotta remember too, like Big Ben. Like what what's a Big Ben stat line? Like one touchdown, 170 (laughs) yards, uh, with like one QB sneak touchdown. Like that's a that's the Big Ben stat line. Uh, I think Big Ben was definitely a better quarterback than Kenny is right now, but I yeah. I don't think like there wasn't a lot of like show stopping Ben Roethlisberger out there, right? Like this is just a Tomlin system. Like that yeah. a Tomlin quarterback's never gonna have like eight touchdowns in a game. Like Jaden Daniels yeah. does not exist in the Mike <laughs> he ain't playing for this. Yeah, he ain't no, like that that doesn't happen. Uh, and like you you it's just how some coaches run. Like I think you could put Lamar back there, and you're still gonna get probably. What like maybe you get more rushing yards, but you're still probably getting that. Uh, what what was it like? F- Fifteen of twenty two for one hundred and four yards. One hundred six, one hundred and six yards. That's that's a big one yard that we missed out yes. there. Uh, <laughs> it was. I mean, when the, you know when when the margins are so small, you got to take them on and count yeah. every yard counts. Uh, so I think this too was kind of like in this division. I think people are kind of kind of competing for like who's going to get a spot behind the Ravens, and the Browns might have just stole it. With this win, uh, especially too, like if they can get Flacco in and like Flacco can um, like just play like we, we've preached for four weeks in a row. If someone can just play consistent a little bit, this team is going to find their way with how good their defense is. And like, I think Flacco can just go in there and just be consistent. How old is he? I don't like, see Flacco Like 65, playing. maybe? I don't see him playing. Well, like, why, why can't they develop just, DCR a little bit? Yeah, can, I don't Maybe I it is like DTR. He, uh, that's a better. But like, if DTR goes back to like three sixty fumbles, like, do you want to? 
Do you, are you then like, let's see what Joe's up to? Can Joe Joe get in the game? Or do, are we just done with PJ Walker? What happened to him? <laughs> Did he get hurt? He's hanging out. You know? He's just I don't know. He's enjoying that paycheck. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think the Browns might have. Uh, I don't want to say locked it in there, but they might have locked it in. Who knows? One of the most fun games today was Bears Lions. Bears twenty six, Lions thirty one. I was sitting trying to figure out during this game as it was winding down, which would it be more? Would it be more Lions of them to lose this game, or more Bears of them to lose this game? Because it was like a formula that both these teams would have lost consistently in the past two years. Like this mm-hmm. is the kind of game they lose. Like, Oh yeah, of course the Lions are going to lose to the bears in this spot. Right. Of mm-hmm. course the bears are going to blow a massive lead to the lions when they need to win. Of course they are. And it ended up just being, Oh yeah, of course the bears lose this game. <laughs> they do cover uh eight and a half. To, and then you get the awesome moment at the end where they almost just totally ruined it. Eight and a half is a huge number. They're down a little bit. I think it's Darnell Wright should should be awarded a trophy because he decides to kick the ball out of the end zone for no reason to force a safety to keep it within eight at the end of the game instead of letting uh, in Hutchinson fall on it or scoop and score in the end zone. He does like the old kicker move where he just kicks kicks it out where it doesn't help them at all. There's uh-huh. no there's no reason for they get the ball like lines get the ball back and everything. Yep. He should he should get uh, an award for that for sure. That was a gambling champion moment. He's one for the people. <laughs> Looking at this game, Jared Goff did not play well. He was flat out bad. Uh, I mean, obviously the last two minutes he turned uh, into the Jared Goff we were used to this year. But in this game, uh, he, he had three interceptions, I want to say. Was it three mm-hmm. or four? Yeah, three. Three interceptions. Not good. Especially to, like the Bears defense has been good. Mostly against the rush, but like their secondary has not been amazing. Like it's not like you were playing the best defense out there, too. I could understand if they were just having trouble moving the ball, but like it's you can't be throwing three picks against the Bears flat out. Right. Uh he makes over though he had two touchdowns as well. David Montgomery, I thought played uh pretty well in this game, too. Again, we mentioned like they're tough against the rush. 76 uh yards for 12 carries, one touchdown. The game winner, too. Walk almost walk off probably feels good against your old team. No, oh, yeah, 100% it does. Yeah, uh, and this is kind of similar to what we talked about last week with Lion Charger, Lions Chargers. I feel like this game and the Chargers game last week, where they kind of have to fight more and more and more, are games the Lions usually lose. Mm-hmm. Like they were in that, um, they it was like every week it's like, oh, the like the Lions that we love to root for, like they were so close to getting a win and then they lost it. But now it's like they're just winning. They're, they they found a way to win these, which is huge. And all of a sudden now you have an eight and two Lions, who they said on TV earlier the last time Lions were eight and two. Joey, trivia for you. Okay. If you didn't bring trivia, I'm giving you a bunch of time to find it. <laughs> I did. We're good. Who was president the last time the Lions oh, were wow. eight and two uh, of the United States? President of the United States. The last time <laughs> the Lions were eight and two. Uh, George Bush. Gerald Ford. Uh, which Bush? First, senior. Oh, Ben H. George H. It does not matter either way because uh, okay. it was John F. Kennedy wow. was president. I believe they said 62. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it has been a long, long time since uh, <laughs> since the lines were 8-2. and two. But here we are. Dan Campbell's lines are 8-2. and two. And I, I just – I can't get enough of this team. I can't get enough of them. 
they're in the category now, like we said, like they just got to win football games. It doesn't matter how they do it. Like they're this team is they're like is, they're going to be in the playoffs, barring sure. an absolute disaster. They, they so, need to win two games in the next however many there are. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, they, they won the hard way last week. They won the hard way this week, but does not matter? They won. And like you said, for the, for pretty much our, my, even y'all's lifetime, my lifetime, the lions don't win these games. They don't win them back to back. The lions don't like separate themselves to where right now they're the two seed in the, in a NFC, which is looking like a pretty good conference right now. Um, so yeah, I mean, hats off to them. We've been on this team for a while. Dan Campbell's the man. I, you know, you have a bad Jared Goff game, but there's enough talent on this team to kind of make up for it and to grind through it and get a W when they needed it and, to, you know, past the halfway point in the season. I mean, yeah. this is a, this was the time of year last year where they flipped around. They were one and seven, one and six last year yep. at this point. I think I mean, they start off the season two, one and six, and then they won six. every game the rest of the year, basically. Yeah. Did you just jinx them? Zach, no, I just jinxed them. No, oh, no, no. Are you saying they're going to do no, a reverse no, 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 where they lose no, out? No, the reverse. No, 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 no. Oh, no, Zach. Joey, oh, stop. No. Stop. No. I wouldn't have Me? said that. Me? Why are you going to I would stop. never have said stop. that. That's ridiculous. Oh, no. <laughs> this team is just finding ways to win football games, and they have talent, and they, they're good enough right now when they have – when their player has an off day, there's enough talent to pick them up and lead them to a victory. It's pretty damn cool. So on the other side, though, the Bears. So Eberflus is now 0-9 against the NFC North. Ooh. It's not going well. Uh, and again, too, this is – it feels like I, – I, it's crazy to say. I still think Hackett is a worse coach, coach than Eberflus, but uh, <laughs> I hate pulling the trigger so early on guys. But it's like I think sometimes you just know this is just not going to work. It's just not going to work. Like yep. I think you could have pulled – like Dan Campbell's 1-6, right? But you knew, like, the, the steps were there. Like, something was building. You could mm-hmm. feel it. But like, with Eberflus, it's like, this is just a, this is just like a rotting fish on a dock right now. This mm-hmm. is just, like, it's going nowhere. This is disgusting. Um, and I'm not really sure what to do. Like, I think definitely, like, I don't think Eberflus is going to be the guy to bring this team back to the playoffs. I don't. I really don't. However, the next person then is Justin, who I, I, was, I tweeted about this today. I'm always going to believe that Justin's guy just solely based off that pass he had to Olave against Clemson in the college football playoff that like set the 70 yard bomb, bomb just up per- two guys yeah. perfect pass it was the most beautiful pass in playoff history outside of maybe and Joe you're going to hate this maybe like the Tua pass for the game winner um that's probably like those two are the, like the best pla- passes in playoff history like that pass alone is I'm just always going to be like oh remember that like it was 6 years ago but I don't know. Like, I think I think Justin still got it still in him, got man. It. I think he still got it, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> he can lead this team. Uh, but if that pass doesn't exist, I don't know. Um, I thought he did play decent today, but then you you do get like at the end he fumbles away. Uh, he fumbles on the uh, on the game winning drive. I do think though, like you can at least bring away from this. Like, he's making a lot of passes and made a lot of plays. Like Tyson Bajan doesn't make in this game. Like a lot of the good stuff, you're like, okay, like this is definitely a step up from what we've been doing the past four weeks. There's definitely improvements here. Um, but I don't know if like you move on from Justin or not. I think it's a really weird situation. I thought, like personally, I would say no. Like I know a lot of people have given up. I I think it's, I think you got to use the, those draft picks and try and get something around them. But I, I, st- I still don't think he's the worst quarterback ever. I think it was crazy when they were like MVP dark horse. 
And yes. I think next year MVP Dark Horse is still crazy. Okay. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Maybe if you get guys around, you get, you get more O-line. Like, I think he could do it. New coach. I mean, if, like if you draft a quarterback in this draft, you, you're in a potential spot of being right back where you are. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. No coach, brand like how, new quarterback, big risk. Like, does how much does Caleb Williams change this? Like nothing. I, like, Here's the what, question, though. If I mean, I mean, the Panthers are shaping up to be the number one pick in the draft. Then that'll be really interesting. But That's the Panthers really have the Bears pick. That's right. The Panthers have the Bears pick, so it doesn't really matter. Okay, but. Yeah, I don't think uh, how much has Kill Williams changed. Bears have the Panthers pick. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that is right. It's flipped. So it's yeah. going to be the Correct. Bears have the first pick. Yes. And what, what did I say? You said the you Panthers said the Panthers had the Bears had the, a Bears pick, so no, they the can bear, give Marvin pa- Harrison Jr. Give someone to throw to or draft Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison. They can get both, right? Do they do like the old Brown strategy where they? Well, draft I guess like if they're one and two, they can. Yeah. Do they do the old Brown strategy where they draft like four quarterbacks and just QB competition and trade the losers? <laughs> get acquire other players. Say, <laughs> like, oh, she, <laughs> the Bears one two. They go Caleb Williams, Drake May, uh, Bo Nix. It's right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> See how it goes. Justin Fields. Yeah. See how it goes. Yeah, this, uh, it, this may cause some chaos in there. But I don't. Uh, also, shout out uh, DJ Moore. I don't think he had scored a touchdown since when he had like eight of them. I think he used up all of his touchdowns, mm-hmm. but he got back in the end zone. Shout out him. Chargers, Packers, Chargers 20, Packers 23. I will say this. I I like to I will admit when I'm wrong. I did not have Jordan Love outdueling Justin Herbert on my bingo card this year. <laughs> I did not have it on there. Uh a very frustrated Justin Herbert, might I add. Uh I saw a friend uh, of the show, Dax Littleton, was saying that uh, he was channeling his inner Philip Rivers by spiking the ball uh, for not getting off fast enough and yelling at his center. Uh, vintage Phil, Phil, yep. Phil Rivers moment. It's a classic highlight. Yeah. We might need to start having a discussion, uh, not just about the Chargers, but about Her- uh, Herbert as well. Because mm. I think he's good, but I think we might have gotten crazy with the top five quarterback in the league discussion. As of He's right now, really good man. He is really good, but it's also like I can't put my finger on why they don't win. You, you, you like, Staley. I think a lot of it is Staley. Like it's just it's decisions. Like it's calm. It's the yeah. right place. Like they were doing. That's they, kind of been the Charger formula for a long. Oh, time. Oh, it is. They did a status like the the one score games that they were involved with. Literally since the history of time began. Is it's it's crazy. Yeah, but I but think especially too, with like, the past two years. Like some stuff, like they they had opportunities. They fumbled in the red zone when they could have mm-hmm. gone up, and like they, they the chances were there. They just didn't take them. Yeah. And I, it's not like too the the Packers defense is not amazing. Their offense is not amazing, but both sides of the ball outplayed the Chargers. Hey, their offense might not be amazing, but that that drive to get the game or yeah the game winning touchdown by Jordan Love that was extremely impressive. Oh, that'll I mean, be, just bang, bang, bang. That'll that's enough to like he could stink up the whole season, but that'll be enough for them to be like, what if we just build around you love? Know, you know, <laughs> maybe Roger. What did Rogers Rod, taught him a lot? You remember that drive? <laughs> it's vintage, vintage. I saw elements of Rogers in him. Like that'll be enough for the Cheeseheads for oh. at least till what? What week is it right now? Week eleven. That'll get them to week sixteen for sure. They could they could lose out. To they could lose five in a row. 
and still get there. But they still got the what six plays or whatever that drive was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I I don't really have much on this game as to just like Chargers woof. I mean, like I I know like because of Herbert and like the uniforms are cool. It's like the Chargers <laughs> are menacing, but it's like I just need like I don't think they're very good. No. I saw a lot of uh, Austin Eckler looks old tweets today. Well, I saw a lot of Austin Eckler in slow motion. Uh, yeah, that, that one. you did not look very fast. Yeah, today. people were like, oh, my God, that one play was ridiculous. And what was even more ridiculous is how, how, how did no one catch him? <laughs> yeah. Like, I think the defense was waiting for him to juke or something. They were like, oh, oh is it going to happen? Like, oh, is it going to happen? He just kept running for like 20 more yards. It was like those uh, those like old uh, those videos of like those guys jogging on the beach to the orchestra <laughs> music. It was crazy. Oh, Chariots of Fire! Oh, Chariots of Fire! Great movie. Yeah, great pool. <laughs> That's a there great movie. Um, what's it? I'm gonna see. Should I just try and pull as many uh, classic films as possible? Old school film. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I'm gonna make Seahawks Rams work, but uh, Seahawks <laughs> 16, Rams 17. So my thoughts on this, and you guys can correct me, is that. I don't think the Seahawks are bad, but I think a good team beats the Rams here because like, it wasn't like the Rams really. I was like, wow, that was just a great showing. Like the Rams like did not want to win this game. They did Mm. not play that well. Like they, they didn't really start anything on offense till like the fourth quarter and late in the fourth quarter. Like they did put like poop. They were handing off the ball to Puka Nakua. They put them at like running back or something crazy. Like they were trying literally anything to get offense going. It ended up working, but like, I think this is like this is a really bad loss for the Seahawks. You kind of called it on our midweek show. It was like, man, this is, might be a spot they lose. I believe you did, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, I well, I, I ended up, I got lucky. So I think it closed at Rams minus two. Last okay. night, I was like, you know, I'm just going to pay a little bit more and just take them straight up. Best decision yeah. I've ever made. Great decision by me. Great decision. You're right. It's this this team. It just feels like this is a spot they lose a game in, and it happened. Uh, got a very very difficult game on Thanksgiving night with the 49ers, and it's just like they they couldn't lose this game. They couldn't afford to. And I think this might be a more of a testament of who they are. Like they might just be an average to good football team. I think they're just super average. Yeah. Yes. Like, like like the Chiefs do not lose this game. Correct. Like when they, the other team is struggling so much, like good teams will put them to sleep. They will be done. They won't yeah. like carry on and like just kind of like fumble their way through it the rest of the time. Like the Seahawks, they, they might squeeze a playoff spot. They had moments where they looked decent today. Uh, yeah. But ultimately, I I just don't think that uh, like this, like if there was any like, oh, they might be win the NFC West. I think it's over now. Like, I, I don't see it happening anymore. No. I... <laughs> Go ahead. I will say about the Seahawks, as Broncos fans, that okay. trade that everyone thought was so ridiculous. <laughs> we might have won. <laughs> we might have won. One catch, four yards, Shelby hey, we, Harris. I don't know. No, no offense at elite tight end, but we <laughs> should. like. I'm saying if the Broncos keep can squeeze into the playoffs this year, we might have to have a discussion who won that trade. We might have to. I think was should, it worth it? We should take it, a, another look. One. We we might need to revisit. Yep. We might need to have a serious discussion. We can begin that discussion. We can talk about having a discussion. We can talk about the discussion being had. Yeah. At that point. But the Rams, like, I don't think again, too, like this is a good win. I still don't think the Rams are good, though. Like they there wasn't any, <laughs> there was not a single play 
in this game where I was like, oh, Rams? Okay. Oh, yeah. There might be something there. Like, that never happened. Like, there was never, like, a wow moment. It was just like, oh, they are slowly moving the ball up the field. They're McVeighing this game up. Uh, and it's weird, too, because, like, I was so used to, like, the flash of the Rams, all this crazy stuff. And like, now it's like all it's the players gone. are there, but it's gone. Yep. It's just it's it's there's no energy. It's just like you get the cool Puka Nakua play like every uh, once every four games, and it's like all right, that's it. Um, Matthew so Stafford really... must have ribs of steel. He's just got rebar. Okay, his ribs. He gets crushed every <laughs> single game. You guys see that hit today? He took. He is. I think this is a thing too, where like um, you see with like T.J. Hawkinson, it's like big dudes just get hit harder. Yeah, like no, I think he definitely just... goes down hard. Yeah. Um, and that was with like Ben Roethlisberger too. That dude just got crushed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like it's the same thing here too. Like Matthew Stafford's a big, just, big guy. Uh, creamed every time he gets sacked. I love. I it'll come up on my phone like once every I don't know like six months maybe. Is that uh, Matthew Stafford uh, like separated shoulder game where he goes in and throws the yeah. game winning touchdown? Yeah. Like yeah. two like two and ten NFC North teams <laughs> fighting. <laughs> And Matthew Stafford's risking his shoulder in there. Yeah. It's like, I got, oh, it popped out. It popped out. Pull me back in. Pull me back in. <laughs> You're just cheering. Yes, 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 yes. He's mic'd up, too. He throws that game winner, and he just, he goes immediately to the ground. Yeah. He just sprints to the locker room. <laughs> while we're talking about that, too, I, I saw a uh, – uh, while we're talking old school lines, though, I, uh, there was an article recirculating, uh, Old Takes Exposed, Someone, I think it was at Sports Illustrated, wrote an article at one point that was why Matt Patricia at, uh, being hired as the head coach of the Lions is the safest hire. Of the oh, I, I read that about a week or two ago, uh, to because I man, keep, keep going, Grant. I'll tell you how I came. That's up. all. That's all I. I get. That's all I'm going to say about it. Is like wow. Uh, <laughs> why? There was a good, Mike Florio wrote a couple of article or article a couple weeks ago. Was talking about the uh, Patriot way is finally dead. And it was talking about how um, all the coaches that left New England have just been like, not just bad, just been full on disasters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I came across that article and then like one followed up with like, how bad did Matt Patricia end up being for the Lions? Um, so yeah, fit. that's what I got. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's transition now. We're going to uh, begin reading scores. Uh, or do we want to? Yeah, you know, let's do it. Yes. We don't have to. We could yes, just move on. Just move to college. Just we could just scores. move on. Yeah. Who cares about these other games? Uh no, I'll read scores. It's totally fine. Uh where were we? Where do we start here? Raiders 13, Dolphins 20. Uh a little scary. But yeah. I actually is it weird to say I think Aiden O'Connell might turn out to be a decent NFL quarterback? He's not bad, right? Like he's not bad at all. I mean, I he threw the like, game ceiling interception, but like, dude, he's like he's a rookie, but like there there were moments. Like I think he might. Antonio, Antonio Pierce might. I mean, give him run it back. Let him do. Let him be a Raiders, a Raiders coach next year if if it ends well. I mean, yeah, they need. They made. We talked about this before. They made the mistake. They should have yeah. never let Pisacci go. Just let him. Let him coach. Let him see what Just happens. Let him do it again. Let's see how it goes. Uh, this game did not help the Dolphins are frauds uh, argument. No, yeah. the Dolphins are not frauds. Is yeah. like you beat another um, below five hundred team. But they are a really bad below 500 team, mm-hmm. and it was not convincing. Uh, do we have uh, an update on the Tyreek Hill injury? Do not. Okay. That would have been nice. Devon uh, too. That's just, I think he's sucks. done. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, one play. That was all he got? Uh, he might have got more than one play, but I think he touched the ball like twice. Jeez, okay. Um, Cardinals 16, Texans 21. Kyler Murray is definitely an improvement for this team. It should be. He's the number one pick. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely an improvement. It should be. Uh, those. How about those all-white uniforms? Can we talk about those? Much better than the old ones. Really like those. Uh, but the Texans, too. And this is – CJ Stroud finds a way to win this game. But, boy, if he could have just gotten one more point and instead of throwing five interceptions, it would have made me so much happier. Uh, I had five and a half in this game. Yep. And he just had every chance to it's go just, score a touchdown, <laughs> go kick a field goal. And it was just interception after interception. Anything, anything. It, and they were up five for like thirty minutes. Uh huh. It just never moved. Devastating, devastating stuff. I do like to see though C.J. Stroud after the game. Great quote. He says, "Like Steph Curry never stops sh- stop shooting. I'm never going to stop throwing it. Like that's what you want to see from a rookie too. Like he's fearless. He's doing whatever he wants. Uh, but oh boy, his even he, he had some some passes too. They have like the. Um, they were using uh, it's not like a a bird's eye view camera angle, but it's almost like that from behind from uh, from behind CJ. Boy, his his it's so nice his arc on that pass. Oh yeah, it's unbelievable. I can't get enough of uh, CJ Stroud right now. Cowboys yeah, thirty. Oh, go ahead to Tank Dell, kind of like we were talking about in the championship yes. game. That pass to Tank Dell was beautiful, very nice, buttery. Cowboys thirty three, Panthers ten. Ah. Uh, I don't think the Panthers. I'm watching this game. I was like, do the Panthers have any plays that go more than four yards? Like that are set up for more. Like the Panthers, they don't go downfield. Like everything's short. Um, I think there might. There's definitely a confidence issue going on in the offense right now. There. Oh, hundred um, percent. It's it, it, like I just want to like I want to see them like, take some shots. You know, open it up. Like if if they know everything's going to be within twelve yards, it's going to be easy to stop. Yep. Yeah, and this game too. This opened up so fast like the Panthers kind of almost in it like I think they were down uh, I want to say mm, call it like 17-3 right and they were going down to to potentially score a touchdown make it a one possession game and I think that went pick six or, or and then uh, Cowboys touchdown and I think another turnover touchdown so uh, that got uh, the Panthers had a moment had a chance and it just totally uh, collapsed in the end Crazy one, Giants 31, Commanders 19. Giants sweep the Commanders. They only have three wins. Two of them are the Commanders now. Uh, Tommy DeVito, out of nowhere, wow. goes from throwing like three Falling. yards a game to just unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> awesome stuff there. And this is too, I just, I love the internet because anytime a good old Italian boy does well, the Sopranos memes come out of the woodworks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tommy DeVito, awesome stuff. Uh, they had like Tommy DeVito's most recent wins. It was like, Raiders, Holy Cross, and the Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> like this guy is unbelievable. Um, but I don't know. And this was too like, uh, guys. You, you remember like when we thought the Commanders were like a decent playoff team? Like, I thought they like, had a chance. Ooh, they're really bad. They are. They are the worst. Uh, Buccaneers 14, 49ers, uh twenty seven. They need to stop giving Baker Mayfield any big spreads. Because he will cut, he is so good at covering them. It's not even funny. He kept this game at 13 for a 13 and a half spread for about an entire half. <laughs> he tried so hard. Uh, but the 49ers, too, they're just nails. That's all I'm saying. They're really back. Good. They um, are back. I saw Brock they put, Party's back. 
I saw they played uh, also the Stone Cold music after George Kittle uh, had a big reception. Perfect. Perfect timing. <laughs> uh, awesome. And then Bills 32, Jets 6. Just a bloodbath. Jets can't score, too. Their best offensive play was a fake punt. Zach Wilson, man, he, it, he he's not cut out for this world in the NFL. They brought F- Flacco back. Uh, Something. Fits my so nice. Uh, all right, so Sunday night football is Eagles-Chiefs. I like the Chiefs in this game a lot. Mm-hmm. I really, really like the Chiefs. Uh, I feel like I haven't talked about the Chiefs since they played the Broncos, and I don't think that's good because I think <laughs> that that means they're about to rip someone's head off. Um I just think too, like I think the Chiefs might be a little too much for the Eagles uh, at times as well. I'm going to take the Chiefs uh, minus two and a half as much as it uh, hurts me to do that. But if they lose, I'm not mad. I'm not mad about it at all. I think it's the right side. I like I, I like it, Grant. Yeah, I'm going to take I, the Eagles. You should. Yeah, I, don't, I think they're the better team. Statistically, they are. They have the best record in the NFL. They do. But, but oh boy, it would be too. Do you think Super Bowl revenge? factor there is that mm, how much does that bit, play in bit, mm. do we know uh taylor swift where she's gonna be i don't even want to know so okay she's I think they're meeting the parents see the parents are hanging out oh, oh no yeah. oh yeah oh it's pressure yeah. is that a little is that gonna uh-huh. impact kelsey's games he can be a little nervous uh, he, he balls yeah, out when she's there the so yeah. well we don't know about her dad though okay um, he was hanging out with the dad in Argentina last week, so he, you know, he knows okay. he's, he's with oh, the family. Really? Yeah, no, yeah, you're, this is you're awfully up to date on all this, Zach. I live with women, Joey. <laughs> I don't, so I live with women who love Taylor Swift. <laughs> Say, I live with all my bros, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we got four, we got dudes, we got four Chipotle yeah. still on the cart uh, on the right. coffee we, table. What are you we doing? We have Zach? seven pizza boxes in, in that's our right. sink right now. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? That's right. <laughs> Oh man. Uh while we're still talking NFL though, I do want to mention so uh I was watching Red Zone today and Scott Hansen, one of the best in the biz. Like it's very, very difficult to call eight games at once, and he does it flawlessly. However, <laughs> Scott Hansen got put <laughs> in a absolute blender today as he he had to not only cover eight games at once with under three minutes left in the fourth quarter. But then they also gave him the news that he had to break to everyone that Rosalind Carter had died. <laughs> oh, that's not funny, but he broke that in the like the bewitching hour. Yes, they he had no. to be like he's like the bewitching hour is going. He's like he's just not funny at all, guys. This is not funny. At all. It's but, not, but, but the witching hour. Is I mean, going she on. what she was ninety eight, so I mean, it, she lived a great life. At the Fantastic woman. <laughs> yes, just to clarify. Continue, Grant. Witching hours going on. It's like the red zone music. Like, let's go to Seattle. <laughs> let's check in in Cleveland. Whoosh. He's like, that alert at the bottom of the screen you just saw was actually that uh, the death of uh, Rosalind Carter. Uh, Carter has been reported. And then he accidentally said to like the late Jimmy. He was like, the, he said the wife of the late Jimmy Carter. So then everyone was like, wait, Jimmy Carter's dead now too? (laughs) So then like he's trying to to fix, he's been like, I want to apologize for what I I misspoke. I misspoke on, uh, I said the late Jimmy Carter. And then he's like, this is also in between like, let's check in in Cleveland. Whoosh. (laughs) Again, like he's just going back and forth on all this. He was like, (laughs) like this, like, I mean, uh, he's like, let's check in and see Kenny Pickett is driving down the field. 
I want to apologize for what I said earlier about uh, the late Jimmy <laughs> Carter. <laughs> like it was like thank God too much the for Red Scott. Zone is, too yeah, much. Thank, thank God the Red Zone is just like football junkie nation. So it's <laughs> if there's a place to like you know get that fine as they do in the Levitar show, that's it. Like, oh, like, that's... Dude, like just just too much for for Scott, man. Like he he does such a good job, but like we can't be thrown into world politics. Also into this, <laughs> oh, man, in the witching hour too, man. Like three, every game was under three minutes. Every single one, and they just kept on throwing him into this stuff. I was like, God, Scott, I, I give it to you, man. Um, oh boy, but uh, yes, rest in peace, uh, Russell Carter as well. All right, let's talk my absolute favorite thing in the world college football. Great weekend, I say this every single time. I, I, I'm gonna be honest, guys, I love every single weekend of football, every single weekend of <laughs> sports. You can't get enough. Uh, like the, the worst ones, I'm even still like, oh, but you guys can, like, how awesome was the Chattanooga fans this weekend. Like, there's still, like, at least one little thing I'm always buying on to. Start off the day with number 10 Louisville taking on Miami. And to say that I'm disappointed, to say that I'm upset with the Miami Hurricane, as uh, the folks uh, down south would like to say, and probably how Zach would say it as well, <laughs> it would be an understatement. I had Miami money line in this game. It was for, it was they loved Joey so much that they actually just did the DraftKings right they just wanted to do it gave away. him free money it was free it, they, it's Joey all didn't have to sweat at week. all but I was very upset with Miami so you start off this game first of all they cut to it it's ABC wide shots awesome stuff right <laughs> cinematic there's twelve people in the stands well, maybe eight no yeah. one's there twelve's pushing it and I'm like oh my gosh are you serious it is senior day it uh, is they have. There's the number 10 team in the country is in town and there's 10 people here. Like I get it. The stadium's an hour away. I don't care. I don't care if it's on the moon. You are Miami. <laughs> you can make it like Fly this there. is a power five team in a big city. How is there no one there? I don't understand it. Um, so there's that. And I'm like, okay, fine. But Miami is up for most of this game. They're playing well. Tyler Van Dyke is has like two broken legs apparently, but he's playing really well, playing good football. They get up, and then it eventually it, the game's tied at thirty-one. The game-winning touchdown that ended up, that Louisville ends up getting is scored because two defensive players from Miami run into each other and knock each other out, which leads to a forty-yard touchdown. <laughs> And it's like not uh, you're going to be like, oh, did they like just like tap into each other? No, no, no. They full on clotheslined each other like they gave it was targeting on both players. <laughs> they could not have smacked each other in the head more than on this play. In Miami's biggest moment on defense, oh. they do this brutal, but it's OK. You got four minutes left. It's fine. Miami drives down the field. They get inside to and goal territory. The running game has worked great all day. They not only burn timeouts so that they can't use them later in case they get the ball back, but they also throw it four times in a row and mm. none of them come even close to working. <laughs> <laughs> like Cristobal, I do not understand how he is a good coach for 58 minutes of a game, but when it comes to clutch moments, he just the lights are too bright. He can't it's handle it. It's pretty fascinating. Like it's so bad. Like I, I, I can't. You could give me a thousand dollars. I don't think I could call a football play. 
But like I, I can you can watch him and just be like what what the hell is he doing? Yeah, I, I would like it's, to like I mean Louisville they're number ten like they're a good team but I'd like to think against that defense if you ran it four times in a row you, you could get yes, three yards probably put it in there yeah I think you can get you three know, yards there you know the good the, the I was saying that good coaches win great coaches cover yes Chris Ball's the absolute opposite. He cannot. He's a bad cover. coach. You can't call him a bad, bad coach. coach. <laughs> it's He's... like there's no reason. What Grant? You had money line. I had whatever it was for Miami minus one, one and a half. There's mm-hmm. there's zero reason that shouldn't have happened. Zero reason. And the reason and... it didn't happen, crystal ball. Simple as that. What was so crushing too was they ended up getting the stop and the punt. They uh, throw a hail mary on the last play of the game, and they catch it. The hail mary works yard short. At the two yard line and get tackled at the wall. Unbelievable. Like you had a chance. <laughs> Mar- like the football gods were saying, Miami, please win this game. They gave them every opportunity in the world and they just wouldn't take it. They refused <laughs> to accept it. God. It's like Chris Ball wanted a learning lesson. Like, we're going to look, we're, I'm going to lose. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to show y'all to stop trusting <laughs> Vegas is going to stop oh, to me real quick, all right? Just unbelievable, man. Uh, but, hey, shout out Louisville. Jeff Brown in his first year. Mm-hmm. They clinched the ACC title game. And now, too, with Jordan Travis's injury at Florida State, yeah, Louisville has a very real Watch chance out. to win the ACC. It's a very real chance. And then that'll – you then have a very interesting conversation where a one-loss Louisville can very easily be left out of the playoff because that loss is pit. Yep. Like Louisville could have been like if everything occurs the same, except for uh, except Louisville beats Pitt. There's a verbal chance like Louisville is like they're probably going to be in the playoff. Like is this? I mean, they're they're, they're <laughs> wow. going to be they're they're potentially going to be favored in that Florida State game, or it's going to be as close to even numbers possible. Yeah, because that Jordan Travis injury is just devastating. But you're right; it, they they can't get into that playoff with that loss. Cannot no. Like it, there's over all the one loss teams, like they're one loss Texas as uh, over Alabama. There, there's discussion too of if Florida State wins out, they're just not going to put them in, and they're going to put over yeah. in a one loss like at Texas or one loss Alabama instead, mm-hmm. one loss Oregon. Like they, there's a one loss Washington or something. Like there's discussion of that already. Herb Street had him at like eight. I saw Joel Klatt's pull this morning. I was like, oh, that's interesting. He had. His Bama up high. Who who did he move him over? It's because he put Florida State at number nine. Wow! <laughs> like the ACC respect just isn't there right now. Uh, I mean, so, but it's. Do, I mean, I, I guess we might cover that, but it, it it's not a great conference, especially when you look at the top eight teams. Mm-hmm. Like that that Jordan Travis loss is devastating. devastating. Wait, how, that was gruesome. Devastating. That was not good. I <laughs> I saw the video on my phone. And I was like, oh shoot, there's a it was like um it was like Jordan Travis down on the field was just the, the play. And you just see that leg pop up in the middle of the scrum. You're like, oh my God, I like threw my phone away. I was like, you cannot do that. Yeah. Um and I, I love to and this is too like out of the broadcasters, you just never fail to this point where they're like, you might want to look away from this, but then they also like zoom in and rerun <laughs> it like eight times in a row. Like uh, make sure any anyone who might get queasy, but we're gonna like peel your eyes open. We're gonna watch it over and over again. Yeah. Uh, so that was uh, Florida State, Northern Alabama. But 
another game we had going on today, it kind of got squeezed out. People forgot about this game. It was Utah, Arizona. Now, you, you can be frustrated when you're like, oh, shoot, the Pac-12. How did they? How did this happen? How did this disband? And then you have situations like today where uh, the number 17 team of the country is playing the number 22 team of the country in the middle of the day. And it's squeezed into the Pac-12 network. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, shoot, maybe that's why they left. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes. But this game, how about Arizona? Holy cow. This team is good. They went up 20 to nothing almost instantly in this game. I don't think, like, is Utah as good as uh, we thought they were going to be this year? No, they're not. But Utah's not bad. Like, uh, they embarrassed good program. Utah. Yeah. That was a thumping. Yep. That was a beatdown, a curb stomping. Ridiculous. Uh, but Jed Fish, I mean, what a job he has done. And, yeah. it, like, Arizona, enjoy this because they're – like I don't want to be that guy. There's a decent chance he's not the coach there soon. Someone's gonna want him. <laughs> I mean, Arkansas made a like I don't know what they were thinking bringing Sam Pittman back next yeah, year, but he's back. Yeah, run us, run it back. Dude. I thought for sure he was gonna be the coach of Arkansas next year. Um, yeah. But hey, there's a couple openings. Uh, no, they're gonna they they they're too deep on Cristobal. There's a couple openings already. Like I don't know. Like if I wouldn't be surprised if Michigan State tried to go get him or like some of these schools. Mm. So, I mean. And it'll be interesting to let's say he stays. He goes to the Big 12 now, which feels like the most open of any conference yeah. oh, next yeah. year. Like there's they're a young chance. too, man. Yeah, there's wow. a real chance they could be good for a long time. Yeah. And it's not like I mean, Tucson, Arizona is not a difficult place to recruit. Like <laughs> there's there's talent in Arizona already. But like they'd been losing yeah. a little bit. If you can just show that, like, hey, we've been good. And you can have, like, it's a good, it's not boring over here. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's things it's, to do. It's not like there's nothing going on ever. Like, I, I don't think it's the most difficult thing ever, but I, I, there's just a part of me that worries Jed Fish is going to be wearing a Texas AM hat in 12 months. But, well, I hope that that doesn't happen. No, I mean, he's a great coach. There's just a lot of talent. There's a backstory. Arizona apparently has wandered away $250 million or something like that. Oh, that's, like, yeah, that's like, not good. Yeah. So there's that whole story. So that doesn't probably help. They're like, the uh, but keep him long term. They're like Sam Bankman Freed. They're just like we we just, we said we had all this money, but we don't. We they get they got no. Yeah, there's like a two. There's like there's a two hundred fifty million dollars that's just missing. There's an island in the Bahamas. They forgot somewhere. about yes. it. Yes, yeah, yeah <laughs> just forgot about. It. But let's talk about the football team, man. You're, I mean, you're right. It's this is a program on the up, especially states. You've got like you said, the, the high school talent in just that Phoenix metro area is really really good. You're also only three hours from Los Angeles, which is just a massive hotbed for talent. Yeah. And like you said, it is not a bad place to be. Tucson, Arizona, that campus. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, no, no. It no, ain't no. tough to recruit. <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, but if he stays, I mean, you're I mean, you know, we found out Cam Risen's coming back next year. Yeah. That's gonna put Utah potentially, you know, up there near the favor to win the Big Twelve. Is that is seventh, seventh year, seventh season. Um Cam Risen. Cam Rising? Oh, he yeah. is a seventh year. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Seventh year. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like if you're a Utah fan though, like you lost this game, but hey, like the hey. like yeah. I, I don't want to be that guy. You knew the season was a wash. Uh-huh. It yeah. it was over. Okay. Like you get Cam Rising back now. That's all you need. All right. Who cares what happens? Who here. cares? Like you want to win, but it's like if you lose, are you upset? No. It's fine. Uh like that was yeah, the best Arizona, man. That was 
they're they're that's a good football team. If they can keep that together, if they keep they can keep that coach. That could be fun coming into the Big Twelve. Also, shout out, they had a camera just right on the front rail of the student section. Some guy was just putting on a show every single time they'd cut to him. He eventually did some uh suggestive uh motions that uh, uh yes. it got him uh that uh made them stop doing that but he was locked in staring at the cameras early on uh i don't know who that is but he will always be remembered by me <laughs> our next game georgia at tennessee georgia 38 the tennessee volunteers 10 uh this was one of those games where it's like you know you take tennessee plus 10 you're taking the it's now, hold on. Let me let me explain. Let me explain, Zach. You can't be shaking shaking your head at me. The public, like Georgia, is one of the most public bets of the week. Tennessee's at home. You're like, wow, it's gonna be a great environment. Rocky Top. Dolly Parton is there for some reason. Wow. Uh, Dolly Parton is walking out with Peyton Manning. Like, how do they lose? <laughs> uh, like they're gonna they gotta at least come within ten, right? You get the first. T- they score on like the first play of the game. You're like, wow, this is magical. They're gonna do it, and then. That was pretty much the last good thing that happened the whole game because after that, it was a steamrolling beatdown by Georgia. I mean, like, Tennessee, I don't think they're as good as last year, but good Lord, guys. Like, what was that? <laughs> Just rolled over. I mean, holy cow. Georgia, um, Carson Beck, we talked about last year's really good. He might squeeze in and get a, a Heisman nomination at this point if he just uh, like I don't know if a big win over Georgia Tech is going to get him there, but like let's say uh, and uh, he goes, let's say he has a big game against Alabama in the championship, wins, he, he might get that fourth spot. Especially like let's say like Marvin Harrison Jr. is just at home because he lo- they lose to Michigan, <laughs> like he could easily get up there. I can see like, it's it's not out of the question. And then if you're talking next year. Like he he's got to be up there for some of the favorites. Absolutely, does. Yeah, uh, but geez, Georgia. I mean, this is just they. I don't know what they decided. Gas pedal, last man. Four weeks. Gas like, pedal. What if we just actually try? Yep, it's, that's what it kind of feels like, right? It's like they got it together, and then you're like, yeah, that's 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 the best thing in this country, be and it's yeah. not. I mean. It's it, it's kind of a distance. It kind of starting to feel like it has the past two years. We're just like, good gosh, yeah. like, there's just nobody that puts their foot on the gas pedal like they do. So I think that they, uh, I think they set the record for most consecutive uh, wins in a row by an SEC team. It's 28 mm. wins in a row. That's over. Uh, like that must be just awesome. You just never like yeah, you never lose. Pretty fun. That would be cool. Like you just win the national title all the time, and like you just kind of dominate everyone too. Like it's twenty eight wins and like what's the closest one was like that game against Missouri that one time like you're just Auburn. never worried ever <laughs> that one time uh, yep. oh Auburn you guys scared him a little bit uh, they only I beat mean, us by a touchdown that is true yeah. uh, how much did Missouri lose to him by three three Missouri uh, but yeah like that must be I'm I'm jealous I'm a little jealous uh, Joe Milton too here's my thing he has a the thing with him is always like, oh, did you see that video of him throwing a cutie like 100 yards? His arm's so good. I think his arm's too good now. Like he was overthrowing guys like crazy in this game. Like throwing missiles up against the wall. Missiles. His receivers were open too. Like credit, the Tennessee receivers mm-hmm. were getting open. They had big plays downfield. But when they're six, they're open six yards downfield and you throw it 70, they might as well be open. Like they might as well just be covered anyway. 
Like it doesn't matter it's... if it got outside of like 40 yards, his accuracy goes down tremendously. Mm-hmm. He's still throwing bombs, but it ain't too nobody <laughs> too yeah. far. Like, I don't know if it's like the Josh Allen thing. Cause that was the joke with him was like, he's uh, just showing off his arm strength to uh, people for the draft. Uh, show how strong he is, but I don't like it's it's it feels a little different than that. I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe he'll lead the Bills to like a bunch of playoff losses or something. I don't know. <laughs> Kansas State, Kansas. I think this is a rivalry in football. We don't talk about enough. This was fun. This was a well, really fun game. Kansas has been terrible forever up until the past <laughs> two years. The past two. That's years. one reason. That's probably a part of it. But for now, I really like this game. This, this was fun to watch. Kansas, I want to compliment you first because this game was absolutely horrible for you. Otherwise, those all black uniforms, chef's kiss, bravo, Uh, fantastic stuff. Outside of that, Kansas, hey, second half or first half. Clap it up for the Kansas Jayhawks. Great stuff. (laughs) However, that was one of the most ridiculous collapses I've seen in a long time from a home team. Uh unbelievable stuff i mean they they had this too and they almost didn't even cover their nearly double digit spread mm. it, it felt like kansas state just kind of woke up at one point and was like hey like if we just lock in like kansas makes a ton of mistakes like we can just take this game right from them uh i in kansas i just i don't know what's missing like i saw they have uh jim daniels announces he's coming back which hopefully they can just get a full season from. I think there is there is definitely issues with the quarterback play. They're good, but like they're just one step away from being like actually legit for sure. No, I mean they're probably a little bit further away. I mean you, we we still forget this is a not a great program. Like it's a program no. that's had a good two years. They're very very well coached. I mean this would be the biggest concern is is Lightpole still going to be there next year? Uh, uh yes, I think. This, so. You think so? I, I feel pretty good. I think Denise okay. say like he doesn't he want to. He said leave. he was going to. Yeah, but they also that but this time of year. And Texas so that Texas hasn't yeah. offered three hundred million dollars yet. Or whatever. Like, yeah. Exactly. I I, I think mean, he'll stay, but that's just me. But yeah, I mean, if he stays, that, that'd be awesome because that's another year of a well coached football team and bringing mm-hmm. in more talent. So yeah. I mean, just for our purposes, our entertainment, I would love for him to stay because you know this is going to be good. But Kansas mm-hmm. hasn't been a good program, so they're. Don't have a lot of talent, and they got gaps in it. And mm-hmm. Kansas State has been just consistent for the past twenty years. They have their ups, they have their downs, but yeah. you know what they're going to be. And they kind of showed that, like you said, in the second half. They're like, hey, let's just play what, let's just do what we're supposed to. Yeah, and this was the issue too, where uh, we talked about if uh, if Bean wasn't playing a bunch, then it was going to be an issue because Ballard he did do okay. Like, it, I didn't think he put as bad as last game, but, like, he's just not – like, he can't beat Kansas State. He's not no. good enough yet. Uh, can he in the future with more development? Like, maybe. I don't even know how old he is. Uh, he might be a, uh, He might be a senior. More I have development. no idea. Uh, he's a freshman, I, so we're good. Yeah, he is? Okay. okay. Hey, maybe in four years he's whooping Kansas State, all right? But, like, he just – it's like hanging him out to dry. He's just not – he can't do it. Um, Devin Neal, though, shout out. Hell of a game. 18 carries. Three touchdowns, killed it. Wow. Awesome. Uh, I'm rooting for kids, kids in the future, though. I want them to be good. Yeah, it's fun them. when they're good. It is fun. You're right, Joey. Uh, but Kansas State too, also very fun team. Now, now they're at eight and three. They have a chance to get into the Big Twelve Championship. Still, they need a lot of chaos in front of them, but it's not impossible. 
They needed Oklahoma and Oklahoma State to lose. And then I think they're in. I think that's all they need. So it's the path is there. They need to handle business as well. They need to win. But Oklahoma State is, uh, it looks like, let's do, let's check in, is currently at, the line is 17 and a half versus BYU. So it's it might be a little improbable, but, um, oh, who's who's even Oklahoma playing? They're probably playing someone stupid there. Who who are they playing? Do we know? No. Uh, no. I just saw this. Hang on. I just had it pulled up. Okay. They're playing TCU. They're we'll 11 point favorites. So somebody's likely, stupid. Yeah. But it is, <laughs> it's not ideal. TCU playing for bowl eligibility. Crazy. Uh, we don't have to. That's a joke. So you're old. We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> Last game of the day. Awesome game. Washington at Oregon State. Washington 22, Oregon 20. Washington survives another tough spot. They remain undefeated in the Pac-12. They're 11-0 heading into the Apple Cup. And this, t- this team it impresses me every week. Mm-hmm. Even in these games that are kind of sloppy, like it was, it's not their best game, just finding a way to win in a very difficult conference and finding different ways to win every week is very impressive. It's not easy to do. To get put out of your MO and still find ways to win is very impressive. I think too with Oregon State. Here's the thing, is that um, so in this game, I think people like them because it could slow down the game, play good defense, potentially take Washington out of funk. But the issue is when you're you're Oregon State and you're a big run heavy team, it's raining a bunch, mm-hmm. and you go down two scores, you're not built to come back so from that. Tough. Like Washington can come back from down fourteen because they're uh, they're throwing the ball everywhere, like they they can play fast. Where Oregon State's offense just isn't fast enough to be able to do that, especially in bad weather. It, it's just t- tough for them to do. Um, but shout out those Oregon State fans. They're unbelievable. They're up in Corvallis. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. The chainsaws are cool. They got the hard hats out there too. Like there's a full-on construction project going on in the student section. <laughs> awesome. The fans stayed there too. They were taking pisses, it looked like, uh, at the in the club level. Just right there. Just right, right in the middle the of the bleachers. Uh, right at that the table. Looked- awesome. It just was- looked Heavy rain to be there, yeah. But those are some of the coolest games to watch. Oh, yes, when you get a 45 yard, you someone catches a pass 45 yards and then they fumble just because it's so wet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We also underrated experience too is now, uh, I've done a little bit of this as well. Where, uh, I don't know how long I don't know where the stadium is in relation to the campus, but like I've had games where I uh, like Iowa, Iowa State two years ago when we lost pouring rain. And then I had to walk like two miles back to my house, just soaking wet in the rain, all sad. <laughs> Horrible it's experience. Perfect storm. <laughs> or you say, like, there's probably some fans doing the soggy sorrows walking home. It sucks. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> you want to talk about real, like, that's a fan experience everyone has. It's just you're in the rain or like, even if you played sports in high school, you know, like, wow, we just like sat through all this bad weather to lose. Oh, yeah. horrible. Um, shout out Washington. Uh, unbelievable. They just – this it's a tough football team. It is a tough football Like, yeah, it's it's raining. The weather's bad. Like, they got up two scores on Oregon State. But Oregon State kind of did what they did do, and they kind of mm. just chipped away and grinded you down. And they were playing Oregon State football, and Washington got to stop. And then that fourth and one – I think it was fourth and one, fourth and two, whatever yeah. it was, just the pass. Like, they're just – you think in the past, the Pac-12 has always been fun to watch because they score a thousand points and it's mm-hmm. 
but you know when that team gets into the playoff or that team faces an SEC team or Ohio State or something like that, mm-hmm. that I don't want to use the word soft, but like the softness is going to show. I don't yeah. think this with this Washington team. Yeah. I, I, the, the offensive line has pros on there. The skill players have pros. Michael Penix Jr. is a potential high. Like, he's a very good quarterback. He's still, so having, he's still heavily in the contention for the yeah. yeah. So you're just having a team that, you know, I hope these – this isn't my famous last word – just checks the box that a typical Pac-12 team hasn't. Yeah. Um, it's starting to shape up. They got Oregon again. and I mean, that's – that's going to be a fantastic, fantastic. Oh, that's game. going to be yeah. cinema. But Oregon still has Oregon State this week, and that is a team that get Oregon State still really, really good. I think they even showed that this past week. I mean, the top six, um, the top top four or five, maybe of the Pac twelve is that that's the top is. I mean, that's that's the top heavy is conference in the country. Yeah. Well, I think even like, I mean, shoot, like I don't, some of these teams that like, I think if they got out of conference still would be pretty good. Like, I don't think like Washington state, right? Like they've lost a bunch of games in a row, but they've been playing tough teams. Like they've been playing that packful schedule. which really like, it's easy to rip off a ton of losses. Oregon state has three losses. Now I don't, they, I don't think they've lost to a bad team yet. Yep. Like it's like I think they're in like the LSU situation where it's like I can't really blame them for any of these losses. Oh, I guess they lost to Washington State, but they were on the road. It's tough. Yeah, it's like it's just such a stupid deep conference where it's like I understand like Washington. I think is five right now in the College Football Playoff poll. I understand, but like, shoot, I mean, eleven and zero in the Pac-12 right now with getting these wins on the road yeah. too. I, I think it's more impressive than eleven and zero in the ACC or like eleven oh, and yes. ten and one in the Big Twelve. I think it's yeah. more impressive. Uh and I get like a like part of it is that there's two Big Ten teams in the top four right now, but that's gonna solve itself anyway. Um but Washington right now, I just I mean, I was nervous saying in this game. Now I really I like him even more now. Twenty two to one is still alive. Michael Pinnock Jr. Right it out, baby. Still alive. I know I'm I am i am cheering on the boys so hard. It's I think it has more life than it's ever had after this weekend. Oh yeah. You feel good. Uh, I feel really good. Because I think they they just do a good job adapting. Like they just they figure shit, they make good adjustments they figure stuff out. Um, yeah. I really like what I'm seeing from the Huskies. Purple too, great color. Purple it's fantastic. Purple's fantastic. really good color. We don't talk about the color purple enough on this show. Um, let's do quickly uh, college football playoff scenarios though coming up. Hmm. You have one loss. Uh, or let's see, uh, you have undefeated Big Ten champ, thirteen zero. You have. Undefeated uh, Washington, Pac-12 champ. You have Texas, twelve and one Big Twelve champ. Alabama, twelve and one SEC champ. Georgia, twelve and one SEC loser. Who's in? Well, I'm a, Alabama will be. Alabama will 11, be ten and two. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, Georgia, Georgia will be in. Yeah, yeah we'll, Georgia will be in. Georgia like, will be in. Is fun. Georgia in regardless of if they lose to Alabama? If Michigan loses this weekend, they're out, period. I, well, see, yes, that's, that's, I, that's, I, that's I'm what starting becomes to, a TV show and not a realist. <laughs> like if they lose, that they, they're out. So you know what I, I'm starting to think it happens? 
I'm oh, starting boy. to think because Texas beat Alabama, and that's like it's going to be a decider. Like uh-huh. if they're both undefeated conference champions and one beat the other, you can't put in Alabama over Texas. Yep. Like Texas has to either lose, or like other like Texas and Alabama have to both have a spot for the Alabama to get in. I'm starting to think that there's a, a world that's very plausible that if Alabama wins the SEC, there's just no SEC teams in the playoff. I mean, it make it like I the let's math say like is there. let's say like FSU <laughs> FSU undefeated, Big Ten champion undefeated, and then like Washington I think Washington undefeated, Washington undefeated, and, and that one spot is Texas. You, like Texas, you cannot put Alabama in over Texas, yeah. and if Alabama has the same record as Georgia, but they beat Georgia, <laughs> how are you going to put in Georgia well, over Texas? They won't have the same record, but yeah, I I know Joy, but the, in this hypothetical situation. <laughs> Like I don't think it's it I, I don't think it's that crazy. The math is right. I mean, what you're saying is absolutely. I mean, it's correct. Yeah, and then I still like there's still a chance that they have. A, um, I still think they're going to do everything they can to get Ohio State and Michigan in the playoff. I don't know I, how they're going. I don't know how they're going to do it this it. year. No. Going to figure it out. No, but I think that they're going to figure it out. Like they're going to find like let's say Washington loses to Oregon, they're going to actually credit it as two losses. Um, mm. they're just they're gonna find some way to get them in there. Uh, I I just know it. Let's talk the games this weekend. Um, do you guys want to want to get it out of the way? Yeah, let's do it, Joey. You yeah. go first. You're the one. You you're you're the one that was emotionally distressed yesterday. Which I mean, I'm, I'm pissed off too. But I think our opinions <laughs> of potentially on the game are a little different. I was just upset. I was in the stadium. Everyone was upset. Wait, wait, what? What, what happened? What what happened in, at the game? What happened? We got our asses whooped. By the New Mexico State Aggies. Okay. 31-10. Which is not a bad football team. Oh, this this is a, a was it uh what volleyball? Oh no, this okay, is football. Right. This is oh, play football. Is, what are we talking about? This is football. Oh, this is oh football. no. But uh, football. What I'm hoping this week, instead of game planning, Coach Hugh Freeze was out getting five star recruits, flipping them from Texas AM and Florida and everywhere. That's what I was hoping was going on this week. How many Who five stars how many five stars need to be signed on Monday for you to feel good? We there's potentially there's potentially huge ones maybe yeah. two yeah maybe two okay yeah. right. these these, these aren't made up these aren't made yeah. up stories like, yeah. yeah that was kind of a joke but not really that's okay I'll um, take two I'll, I'll be looking for two yeah so we played a football game I've been thinking about this thing I we need to figure out a way to get Bo Nix one more year of eligibility. Just bring it homecoming tour. Give him a shot next year. He does. Peyton Thorne is not the answer. We we need a new quarterback. He saw those old tweets. I'm out on Peyton Thorne. Give me one more year of Bonex eligibility and bring him back. Give him a shot. Give him a shot. Has anyone ever transferred back to school? (laughs) Probably not. Has that ever happened? It could be the first. I would love to know. Um, But in all seriousness, I mean, it is what it is. This season gone anyways. Bowl eligible. It's fine. We play Alabama's look ahead. Whatever. Sucked. It's stupid. It hurts. But it's life. Zach it's probably is laughing because he's an Alabama fan. He's probably happy on the inside. But you should be scared, Zach. Do you think they were hiding the good place from Alabama? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. I, and so I was... 
I didn't get to catch the first half of this game. I was on an airplane, and I, when I landed, I saw the score. It was halftime. I texted Joey. I was like, what in the hell is going on? It was weird in this stadium. The, everything was weird going on. The, they, sorry to hijack this. They controlled the whole game. Oh, they controlled the plays. They they controlled the referees. They didn't give us any help. <laughs> they just controlled everything. We had no chance. There's not one singular point in this game where I thought we were going to win. Here's kind of my thing, and it goes, and I hate it because I hate knocking, I hate knocking kids. I hate knocking college players. They're 18, 19, 20-year-old kids. I hate it. But you saw in the past three weeks what a good coach does with mediocre talent. We beat three like the teams we just ran through and had the three-game winning streak. They they weren't the greatest teams in the world, but we won those games. Because you had the kids buying in. You're saying, hey, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. We don't have the talent to think we're just going to win a football game. I think we have one um, chip guy on the field. You know, that's who? Like, New Mexico State, no matter, I don't care who they played. I don't care if they played New Mexico School of the Depth. They came in eight and three. They're good they, know how to win. They, they know how to win football games. And you know, my coach in college used to always say it's not a lot, it's not an on-off switch. You either got it or you don't. And we don't have the talent to just roll over and think we're just going to show up and win. Hugh Freeze gave a game plan. Coaches gave a game plan. If your kids don't listen or your kids don't execute it because they think they get bigger than the game plan, you're going to lose. And these aren't the type of kids that can afford to lose a game like that because here in three weeks, thank you for your service at Auburn. Oh, by the way, Cam Coleman's coming in to take your place. Oh, by the way, I got these other, you know, Hugh Freeze is going to crush the transfer portal this year, just yeah. like he's done for the past five years at Liberty and now at Auburn. And it, I, I hate it because it had turned around. We were bowl eligible. It was feeling great. And then now this happened, and it's like, oh, this is the most embarrassing loss ever. Where's Auburn going to go from here? And Hugh Freeze is like, I told these fools to listen. I told them to listen. And you're not good enough to not listen to what we're telling you, period. It was That's uh, all really I got to say about this game. We got, I mean, you don't – like 31 to 10, I don't want to say we gave up. I don't want to say – but like the, the players were defeated, and it showed – and look, man, one thing that we talked about that Hugh Freeze has done, and you know, kind of going back to compare it and say Colorado and and Auburn, um, you know, Hugh Freeze ain't going to stand up there and say, "Oh, you know, what we need to do. We're just going to get more linemen, or like we, we're going to play like these kids can go somewhere." He's not. You won't ever hear him say that in a press conference. But you know what? That's what he's thinking. Like, yeah, this these dudes just aren't good enough They're to done. be what we need to. And that's he said. He's like, this is Auburn, and we don't have players. That can play at Auburn. I, I thought one thing was funny was Brian Harson posted something on Instagram. Oh, I saw it, and you're sitting there like, "That's your th these are your yeah. this is your talent." <laughs> I mean, some yeah, of the recruiting stories me... from him were insane, like insane at how bad it was. So it's yeah. I mean, I hate we lost. This it's it's not acceptable, but it's kind of like yeah, dude, this is a learning lesson. Hey, guys, you're just not good enough to be here, and that's sadly the college the way college. Horses now, but I mean, it's a business. You got to perform. You got to win football games, and we don't have the talent to be able to do that right now because 
we got a coach that knows what that talent looks like and he's going to go find it and it's going to, you know, flip that switch. People uh, on Twitter were kind of upset with Phil Montgomery. They're thinking they're going to take his job soon. Oh, I think that's, they're calling, that's they're calling the for his job. You, I mean, I mean, I don't like, like you just said, these kids are not the kids that are going to be on the, on the field next year. Most Payne, of the time. Payne Thorne's got that job locked up. <laughs> yeah, he done. <laughs> uh, one thing yeah. I, I was reading about players who used to play for, for Q Freeze at Ole Miss, and they said one thing they did, they, they were like, he's a player's coach because he delegates. And he never he never blames you. He never He's not going to scream and yell at you. He's not going to do those things, but he's going to make you get better. And if it's, you know, that better is, you know, somebody there, you know, half the players on that field from last night are playing somewhere else. And that's, that's just kind of how that it works in modern day college football. We getting a new OC though. I mean, it's coaches come and go. We'll figure that out. So I just, we don't, I mean, it, me and you could be calm plays. If, if I mean, Payne Thor is just not any good. And we, I mean, we've been saying that since the season started. So, you know, we shall know. see. That Walker White kid is going to be. See you shall. We shall see. see. Hopefully he's nice. Iowa yeah. football, baby. I say, did you guys get it out? Do you guys feel good? Oh, yeah, that's no. fine. I mean, I, it's, I didn't lose sleep any line. I didn't lose any sleep last night. You know, there, we, the days are brighter. I remember going to Bruce Pearl's first season to some of those games, and they were awful. I mean, just <laughs> dreadful basketball teams. And look at look at what that program is right now. I mean, it's if you have a good coach, like they don't listen to the outside noise. They don't deal with all like what the fans think because you know fans are just unrealistic and as quirky and as goofy and as a weirdo as he is, Hugh Freeze kind of does that where it's just like, all right, guys, like here we go. We're in year one. We knew this was going to be tough. Let's get through it. And you know, year two's year two pretty much starts next what's next Sunday morning. Started last week, so <laughs> yeah, so. You know, it's yeah, we got it out. I'm gonna sleep good here in about 20 minutes when we get off, just like I did last night. And you know, we'll go from there and we'll talk about that iron bowl on uh Wednesday. Fair enough. Uh, Iowa football occurred this weekend, and an accomplishment was made to put it like congratulations to it, though. By the way, just the let's get it Iowa, out of the way. Congratulations, the Iowa Hawkeyes. Are the West champions not just this year, but forever? We win the final <laughs> year of the big, the coveted, coveted Big Ten West title. Uh, champions forever. No one can never take that away. Is that we are the West? We win the West. Uh, this game, we Iowa footballed it up just as we do every week. Start off the game, punt, safety. That's how you do it. That's the formula. Great way to start the game. This game was three to two for a long time. That's the Big the Ten perfect. West for you. Uh, but didn't have Cooper DeGene in this game. I thought uh, Lee stepped up very well in this game. There were a couple of plays early where I was like, ooh, definitely missed Cooper there. But as the game progressed, he got a lot better. I thought the defense improved and uh, adapted to him too. That's why I think Full Park does so well too. Like People don't give him credit. Like, when things aren't working well in the first half, they get fixed immediately. Like If you are beating Iowa, you got to, uh, like in the first half, if you're beating Iowa one way, you have to beat them a different way in the second half too. Like it's you, it, uh, Phil Parker doesn't allow if you do the same thing over and over again to his defense. Great things there. The offense, I'm going to be honest. It's like was it as good as it was against Rutgers? We're four, we didn't have 400 yards. We didn't. But if they're just not turning over the ball, 
it's honestly fine. Okay. Like I'll take it. Uh, they have the like sw- uh, swing the rock or uh, the break the rock quote. And eventually it worked. Like if we just kept uh, pounding the ball enough, getting better field position, eventually someone was going to break it and Caleb Johnson gets that touchdown at the end. Like that's just how I was going to do it. It's field position and just pounding you until something breaks. Something broke off at the end and Iowa ends up scoring a touchdown. A touchdown that unfortunately was followed up by a missed extra point, which the entire world needed for Iowa minus two and a half. But it's okay. But that's okay though, because Iowa gets the ball back. They get the ball back with a chance to kick a field goal, which not only gets us the coveted Iowa over, the long sought after over, but also, of course, helps Iowa cover the uh, minus two and a half. Now, here's the thing. We, uh, they get there and Iowa turns into a running machine, converts on downs, ends up scoring. Or not scoring. My apologies. They didn't score. They just kneel out the game. <laughs> Iowa wins 15-13. Zach been on both my teams this weekend. Both of them lost so close, but also won. Yeah, they got me. But you saw an Iowa football win. You're excited about that. Tell me. I texted you and I said, you know what? I, I, I'm not going to let this ruin my Iowa fandom, but brutal. <laughs> Devastating. Brutal. Not ideal at all. Uh, totally bad. But Iowa, we won the West. That's all I care about. Yep. I don't care how ugly it is. I don't care how much everyone hates the OC. Awesome. And it was too cool seeing like the embrace of like Kirk and Brian. They know this is their last game coaching together in Kinnick Stadium. Like Brian has been a massive part of the Iowa program. He played there. He's coached there. He's been a part of it forever. He grew up in Iowa City. And it's his final game. The emotions were there. Uh, Kirk has set a record for postgame cries this year. For sure. He brought <laughs> like he, it is just awesome. I literally I looked over at my dad after this game. I was like, Kirk is going to cry so much during this press conference. He's about to cry so much. He brought a cigar to the press conference. Like oh, Tony nice. Soprano, he brought a cigar out. Crazy stuff. But we win the West. Awesome. I'm going to try and go to the game. I want to go to the game. I don't care if you. everyone thinks we're going to lose by 100. I still want to be there. I don't care. I'm very excited about Iowa football, though. I just, I love, like, again, people hate the way we win. I do not care. We win games. And I love how mad people get about the way we win games. I love how mad people are that we still won the West anyway, despite not having our QB one, both tight ends, no Cooper. I still don't care. I love how mad it makes everyone. It's like, how do they get away? How does Kirk Ferentz do this every time? I love that. I love how mad everyone gets. Like Brett McMurphy was so mad that he had to rank Iowa this week. Finally, after they're now nine and two in big 10 West chance, he was furious that he had to rank them. I don't care. I do not care. I love this team so much. These guys love it. I also like Noah Shannon too was the honorary captain of this game. That is our um that is our uh, defensive tackle who's been out for the season due to gambling. <laughs> fighting him, we've been fighting for him the whole year to get eligibility. Uh it's wrong what happened to him. Uh he bet like on a women's basketball game and he also didn't break the law. Oh, He's over oh. 21 and they ended his career. They said he's done. Hey boy. They just can't do any. They can't do anything right. They suck. They put him front and center on the graphic. They made him captain. Awesome, love that. Uh, but we still got one more. We got Nebraska. We got to stay focused. I almost wish that we could clinch it next week against Nebraska, the West. So it's like there's no chance of like ever like look aheads or anything. But 
Still got Nebraska. Still got another game to win. I still really want to beat Nebraska, too. Just like I really wanted to beat Illinois. But winning the West is obviously such an accomplishment, especially this team. They've been through so much. All the injuries this year. Like, if you would have told me we win the West with all the players we have out right now, I would have been like, I don't even know if that team wins eight games. But look at where we are now. Awesome stuff for my old football. Uh, And also, the refs, you get, like, ref show in the second half. Flags everywhere, every play. What what was that? Uh, I didn't appreciate it. The ref, the officiating in the second half, but that's okay. Um, that was Iowa football. We can read scores now if that's allowed by you guys. Let's do Let's it. Do it. Uh, on Tuesday, mm-hmm. <laughs> nearly a week ago, Toledo beats Bowling Green 32 to 31. And you have the very rare away team field storming. <laughs> Whoa. Yes. Very rare. Yes. Uh, Toledo, massive comeback in this game. Uh, ranked Toledo college football playoff poll. The Toledo Rockets are now 10 and one. Their only loss being Illinois at the last, uh, in the last minutes of the game, they should have beat Illinois. I think if they got another shot at them again, I still think they're better than Illinois. Um, but they beat Bowling Green here. They beat their rival. I also, apparently Toledo has a rocket built outside of their stadium that is directed at Bowling Green's campus. Yeah, I saw that. Nice. Awesome. I just want to talk about the reverse field story. Uh, and then I believe Miami, Ohio clinched the other half of the Mac championship with their win. They're nine and two uh, with their win over Buffalo Thursday night, Boston college, 16 pit 24, the pit Panthers get it done in front of their eight fans at the game. That's awesome. Right. Uh, UTSA, the college football sickos of the world will remember Frank Harris. And all that he has done for UTSA. This dude is an absolute legend. He's going to come in and win a third. He's going to come in like a Monday night game here at some point and just ball out. And I'm going to, I'm going to be like, it's going to be the DiCaprio point the screen. Like, Oh, UTSA, Frank Harris. He's been there forever. 411 yards, three touchdowns uh, for UTSA. I don't think they're going to the conference USA championship this year, but he's had like, he had a duel with Bailey Zappi two years ago. In the in the conference USA championship, I want to say the score was like 75-60. There wasn't a defensive stop didn't happen the whole game. It never happened. Uh, but I it was Frank Frank Harris, college football legend. Colorado 14, Washington State 56. A murder, a beatdown, horrible. Wow. Um, this couldn't have gone worse. Uh Shador Sanders, six of 10, 86 yards, one touchdown. Travis Hunter, um, he, he was like throwing dudes through water coolers. And then like, I think he got hurt like late in the game too. When they're down like 40, it's not good for Colorado right now. They're, they're going to, they're not going to be bowl eligible. Not like from where we started the season to now, like I think everyone knew they weren't very good, but like, Oh my gosh, did they cool off? Holy cow. Yeah. The wheels have came off and like in a very bad way. Like, uh Oh, bad way. Yeah. Horrible. Um, like can Deion Sanders coach bad way. Oh, it's it is a disaster. No. Um, then on Saturday you had Michigan thirty-one, Maryland twenty-four. You know, if Maryland could just go two drives in a row without totally shooting themselves in the foot, they they probably win this game. Honestly, uh, I saw some tweet out. It was like I've never seen a college football player do so much for their team as well as the other team than Talia Tugavailoa because <laughs> he would go and throw the most stupid good pass corner of the end zone 
and then follow that up with just an egregious pick in his own end on the next draft. Like it was one step forward, one step back for Maryland, but they were down big because um, they end up going down. They get like, they're down like seven, three, but they go uh, fumble six blocked punt safety. And then another touchdown after that. And all of a sudden it's like 23 to three instantly. Uh, the defense though, ends up holding very well in this game. They get it back. However, Michigan, we got to start talking. Uh, JJ McCarthy, uh, Stat line from this game, 12 of 23, 141 yards and one interception. Like, if Ohio State forces them to pass the ball, mm-hmm. it they could be in trouble. Because that's what Maryland ends up doing. Maryland ended up stacking the box. They they said, like, Blake Corm's very good. And, like, he's good enough that, like, he can get through Maryland. Like, Ohio State's defense is one of the best in the country. Like, if they can figure out how to uh, limit uh, Edwards and Corum. And McCarthy's forced to throw. It could become a problem against that defense. Yeah, it could become a big issue. But Maryland's so close. I was really rooting for you guys. I mean, I really wanted it. Um, Chattanooga ten, Alabama sixty six. People are going to overlook this win, but um, guys, Chattanooga also qualified for the playoffs today after losing by fifty six points. That's right. <laughs> Shout out Chattanooga. That is right. Look Ooh, at that. Oh my gosh, Alabama though. Uh, Penn State twenty-seven, Rutgers six. Uh, just someone to monitor. I think Drew Aller got he got uh, pretty injured this game, uh, so I don't know where he's going to be at moving forward. But uh, just something to monitor there going forward. There oh, might have been ten fans in that stands too. They gave up so bad. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness, Penn State. Surely the best environment in the country didn't have no fans at their game. No, after that, would, that would have to, never happened. That would mm-hmm. never happen. Oh my goodness. Surely that I cannot believe it. Um Tulane 24, FAU eight. I was worried Tulane was uh uh the wheels are falling off a little bit. It seems like they got back on track here. I know FAU stinks, but it doesn't matter. Michigan State 24, Indiana 21. Indiana, you want to talk about bad stadium. Senior day. There's it was it looked like a spring closed practice was yeah, going on. Yeah, that was rough. Um, Northwestern, twenty three Purdue, uh, fifteen Northwestern is going bowling. This team had one mm-hmm. win last year. Coach Brown, unbelievable job. Uh, there he gets named the head coach now, and he deserves it. Frankly, Texas A and M thirty eight Abilene Christian ten. Shout out the Texas A and M all walk on kicking unit. Oh, yeah. going out there and getting the scoop. Uh. Uh, was it a scoop and score or was it a uh, no? I wanted scoop and score was a fumble recovery. recovery. Yeah. Uh, Texas A&M loser behavior though. They tweeted out. Um, they had a tweet where it's like we are now seventeen and zero against uh non-power five teams from Texas. Uh, like that's not that you should be what? <laughs> like okay, all right. Uh, Alabama is a hundred and fifty-one and one in games against uh like teams with an, an under five hundred record. Okay, sure. Like, all right, fine. Whatever uh, stat you want to make up now. Uh, what else happened this weekend? We also have Rice Beach, Charlotte. Uh, Biff Poggy was too busy tweeting about Coach Harbaugh. He invited him. He gave him an open invitation to coach for with Charlotte. Yep. Yeah, I really want him to take it. Saddest game of the day, App State 26, James Madison 23. The run is over. Uh, James Madison gets their first loss on senior day. Devastating. This college game day was so fun, too. Uh, PFT absolutely killed it. It was funny too. Some people like were just like, "What is going on? Like, who is this dude?" They couldn't like um, Lee Corso could not figure out. Dude, he was so <laughs> he good. Was, <laughs> PFT put Lee Corso's brain in a blender. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and some people too, they're like, oh, like PFT, I don't like him or whatever. Like he's being disrespectful. Like this is like, he's all weird. Like grow up. Like they, you know how many yeah. people are watching this right now just uh-huh. because of him? Like you, you got to get over it. That's just not how it's going to work. Uh, Ball State 34, Kent, Kent State 3. That game should be in action, not on Saturday. The University of Virginia 30, Duke 27. How is this the same team? Uh, that's on you. I, 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 I kept up with this game, but you know, I got after what they did to me, you know, two weeks ago, I was like, I can't, I cannot go down this road. So God bless you, Grant. I, I bet Virginia. Bless you. I took Virginia. I know. It's not my fault. It's not at all. Uh, UCLA 38, USC 20. There's something wrong with USC. Is it, there something I, with USC or is there something wrong with Lincoln Riley? I think it's both because okay. I think, uh, I think two things can be true at once. Uh, I think, okay. Lincoln Riley can, I think he'd be a good coach, but I think when he's lost his incentive, he's a bad coach. Yeah. Like, I think like el- eliminated from conference championship, Lincoln Riley is like one of the worst coaches out there. That's like who's I mean. behind Caleb Williams? Like what happens next year when he's not here? Uh, I saw people were calling for him actually during the game. They're like, just put him in. Oh. Like Caleb Williams doesn't want to be here. Like, I, I think that that's yeah. it. But like, uh, USC chip Kelly, uh, they had him on the hot seat. Apparently they were saying he was going to get fired. I, Maybe they have the wrong guy. Maybe they have the uh, wrong guy. Uh, hmm. I don't think Chip Kelly is going to get fired, though. I think No like, way. I think that's a little extreme. I didn't see that one coming. Uh, let's see. What else did you have? Uh, Clemson still undefeated since the Tyler from Spartanburg discussion. Hey. They beat North Carolina 31-20, co- collapsing North Carolina right now. That's Yeah, they have it's gone downhill very, very quickly. The North Carolina State Wolfpack. 35 Virginia Tech 28 sneaking in another uh, sneaky yeah. nine and three season developing there Oklahoma State 43 Houston 30 still alive for the Big 12 title Florida State North Alabama this is the saddest game ever Florida 31 Missouri 33 the young Nick Saban Eli Drinkwitz squeaks out one there um, I was impressed with Florida is that is that are those words coming no. out of my mouth right now no that's fair uh, that was a good game Wisconsin 24, Nebraska 17. Uh, Nebraska loses another one-score game. What's the surprise there? But Wisconsin, I mean, I don't – who keeps telling Phil Longo that same running the same play on fourth down that never works is going to all of a sudden change? I don't understand. I bet Wisconsin this game I was very frustrated. They ended up covering, but holy cow, that was very annoying. Texas 26, Iowa State 16. LSU 56, Georgia State 14. Let's, let's just – I – Really don't want Jane Daniels to win the Heisman, obviously because mm-hmm. I have a uh, future. He might deserve it though. Whole, six yeah. touchdowns, four hundred and sixteen yards passing with two rushing touchdowns for ninety six yards, and this is like every week. And Georgia yeah. State also isn't he? Is, Georgia State's okay. Like they're not even bad. Yeah. That's a decent Sun Belt team, and he's has like rookie uh, Madden mode numbers going on right mm-hmm. now. Unbelievable. And lastly, you had awesome games at night too. San Diego State 13, San Jose State 24, Fresno State 17, New Mexico 25. I just want to talk about Fresno. Uh, what happened? I watched most of this game. They uh, That running back, he's got two last names. He dominated them. He Krosky, literally just – Krosky Merritt? Yeah, whatever it is, yep. Yeah. Him. Uh, uh, he had a field though. It was, I mean, they could not stop him. Yeah, he had 21 carries for 204 yards, two touchdowns. And this is a three, now four and seven New Mexico team. Like they looked like the better team the whole time. I don't think we talk about how good Fresno State's end zone is. 
Oh, dude, the whole setup, the, the V on the, the helmets, it's, it's I fantastic. Just, I just like what's going on at Fresno State always. Yeah. Except for uh, these losses recently. Yeah, that's not ideal. But we that'll conclude that'll conclude our uh, our reading scores. Joey Bush has tuned in from his phone now because his computer uh, charger uh, his computer charger wasn't working. Joey, do you want to uh, test out your microphone real quick for trivia? Yeah, it's, it's gonna be so horrible. Ooh, ooh. Okay. All right. Let's let's read off that question then. Let's see. <laughs> um, Grant. Where were the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights stored during World War II? Stored? Oh, okay. Where were they held? In a in a safe, bulletproof <laughs> safe. I'm assuming. Where were they held? Uh, they changed where they were. Is like it not location? In D- not in D.C. No. Philadelphia. No. Colorado. No. Canada. No. Iceland? No. Murfreesboro, Tennessee? Closer. Marietta, Georgia? No. Zach, any guesses? Harrisonburg, Virginia. Fort Knox. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that checks yeah. out. Okay. okay. All right. Thanks, <laughs> Joey. You got another one? I do. One more. Okay. Uh, Zach, who was the first televised president? Ooh. This could go back. Televised presidents. Let's go Hoover. No. Okay. Roosevelt? Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. Nice. Makes sense. There we go. Teddy? No, not Teddy. Can't be Teddy. Franklin. Franklin. Franklin, Franklin. Franklin Delano. Was it an inauguration or was it his little like fireside chats? I don't know. I, was that I, was that him who did the fireside chats? Was that was that FDR? I think he did the fireside chats. I'm not sure. I mean, like, sit down, America. I'm gonna read you a story on the Sunday nights. Seriously, that's what he did, was doing. Didn't have a uh, like Packers Bears to watch on a Sunday night. <laughs> Great. Or actually, point. apparently they did. The lines were uh, the lines were eight and two that season. So they, that's, <laughs> they were. Uh, if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you. Uh, Big week coming up, uh, feast week. I'm so excited to watch the Maui Invitational tomorrow. Awesome games. I'm gonna say right now, I think sneaky Tennessee might win the Maui. Sneaky, mm. uh, anything could happen. I also wouldn't be surprised if Marquette won it either. Um, but I know both those teams now are not going to win a single game. I, That's right. I'm kind of rooting for a Syracuse like sneaky run. Like, I would love to see Syracuse pull off a game or two. I don't know if they will. Or uh, what is that one thing like Shamanon? Just pull a game out out of nowhere. Uh, that would be cool. And they get a tough one. They get a tough one tomorrow. That <laughs> might, I don't know if that'll they happen. Get a tough one. But what? Oh my gosh! The college basketball is going to be just. Don't leave your couch Monday through Friday. There's no reason. Or Saturday or Sunday. You can't leave your couch until next Monday. That's the rule. Okay. Uh, you start off tomorrow. At 9 a.m. is Iona versus High Point in the Gulf Coast Showcase. I don't know what. That's going to be like live streamed on someone's parents' Facebook Live, but it is going to be glorious. It's it's got a number attached to it. Yeah. There you go. I think episode will come out Wednesday though, so you get it in time for Thanksgiving games. Thank you so much for being here. Follow us on social media, ITK Pod. Uh, if you want to follow Joey Bush and send him videos of him sad about Auburn, uh, like El Hockey Libre, you can uh, follow him, Joey Bush Five. Thank you for being here. We'll be back soon.